just in the podcast. Episode 140? 40. Yeah. Jesus. 140. I got a great show for y'all. I'm going to play some music. We're going to get right to it. Further, make sure you do what my baby says and like, subscribe, hit the bell. <laughs> hit the bell. And I got a great show for y'all. Obviously, we're not on set. For the listeners, we're not on set. We had to make a trip. I got Chris with me, Zayna, V, Willie Beeman. I'm your host, Baldy with the glasses. And I got another <laughs> illustrious guest for y'all. A million subs in. Drop a bomb for Let's go. Austin Dunham, what up? What's up, man? How you living? I'm good, man. I'm so DMV. Glad welcome, to be well, here. Welcome. I seen they called you uh, Man Dime. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's what we start right from there. Man, man dime, dime, the glow up. Jeez. Back back in 2013, that was my high school nickname, Man Dime, because I started caring about the way I was looking, my presentation. Yeah. That when I was 17, then my friends start to notice and like, yeah, you a Man Dime. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> hey, no, Man Dime is right up there with Man Boy. That's a nice, that's a nice nickname. I'm not gonna hold you. They they'd still be calling me Man Dime today. I'm not. You and Chris got the, those jeans. I'm, I'm medium ugly, but I know what else to do with it. So fuck right. it. You know what I'm Thanks. saying? Where do y'all want to start, man? Do we want to start with? So we had a lot of conversations about the manosphere and red pill content. And I personally don't see you as a red pill content creator. I do think you're doing great things for men in the space. Like you said, teaching guys how to glow up, teaching people how to care about their physical appearance, knowing what to do to like attract the woman you really want, all those things. But then, you know, you get thrown in that. that mm -hmm. And you are a red pill Avenger, as they said on Fresh and Fit. So yeah, yeah. I, you, gotta, you, know, you do gotta wear your- I, I coined that term, actually. <laughs> yeah. But I don't see that. So let's talk a little bit like manosphere, red pill, like what's that mean to you type vibes? Yeah, so. I believe red pill means just understanding female nature, female psychology, mm -hmm. and how you can leverage that as a part of your dating strategy. So I don't believe in toxic red pill, and the way I dialect my oh, thoughts okay. towards red pills isn't quote-unquote toxic, mm -hmm. or isn't abrasive like um, some other people, the way they dialect their talking points. Yeah. But I do believe in the talking points. It's just the way I express your it delivery. is a bit different, and yeah. the way I go about it in my daily life is a bit different. But all in all, all it means is just understand understanding human psychology, mm -hmm. but from a dating perspective, more female psychology if you're a man. But I, I believe females can be red pill too. You know, they, they I just think I think you hit the nail on the head when you said toxic red pill. Because yeah. when you think red pill, you think they'd be like, get out, bitch. They'd be like, damn, bitch, you got to <laughs> yeah. get out? Yeah. Why are you talking to her like that? That's yeah. what you think. But your video, you mm -hmm. know, that's not how you, you present it. So. Exactly, yeah. Right it. No toxic. Y'all good? Great. So, like, for, for so, how did you start like doing that content? I know originally you started off doing fitness content. How did you go from the fitness content? Kind of talk us a little bit about that, and then trying to the transition into some of the dating content, and then eventually being labeled mm -hmm. red pill. Yeah. So, one thing about me is that I've always been interested in, or I've always been interested in sharing content about the subjects that I'm either learning or into. So, with fitness content. I started sharing that when I was 18, freshman in college in ROTC. I joined the ROTC program. I got interested in calisthenics, and then from there I was showcasing my journey. But then it was, I believe, 2019. I had a situation. I was dealing with some chick, and I, w I was dealing with unique stuff I've never dealt with before because of my past relationship. It was very, like, normal and just good. But then I was dealing with a certain sort of female, so I was searching up things on what's going on, why is she doing this, why is she doing that? And then it directed to the one and only AMS, Alpha Male Strategies, oh, his videos. So AMS. that's when I discovered like this whole red pill concept. And I was like, yo, nobody else was talking about this. Like, he's speaking the truth to me, like why certain things are happening. And then from there, I go down rabbit holes on the internet. Man. So I started going down rabbit holes of articles, more videos, more creators. And then I only did what I naturally know how to do, and that's create content and talk about the things I'm experiencing. But I didn't do it on my fitness channel. I decided to create a whole new channel and discuss some of the things I was talking about. And then um, throughout that, I think one of my biggest breaks was when I invited another Red Pill content creator and we just discussed topics. His, um, his name is FedEx Fearless. And from there, that's when, through my experience and being around other people who had the same beliefs towards that, 
I just kept creating content towards it, and here we are. It's pretty much the same story, but just in a different niche, really. Dope. So, yeah. What's, what were some of, if you don't mind, what were some of the things that you were experiencing in your relationship that caused you to research? Yeah, well, it was never a relationship, but it was a situationship. <laughs> Mostly because I, I didn't want to, like, make it serious. But um, the way she was acting, it was like, based on my memory, it's... Oh, it's gonna make so it long sound ago. so bad. Mm-hmm. So many, yeah, so many back in the backlog. <laughs> it's basically, it has more thing about lying, a, a lot of lying and ma- manipulation mm-hmm. towards um, me and her behaviors towards that. It just wasn't what I was used to. But then, t- I've always been the type of guy. Whenever I have a problem, I just search on the internet just to see if anybody else is experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And so when I did that, that's when certain videos came up discussing mm-hmm. about red pill and female nature. And he was talking about exact topics that I was going through. So that's when it, it related, related to me. So Do you think the relationships you had before her, you said they were normal. Do you, I mean, well, outside of that situation, excuse me. Um, do you think those women weren't playing as many games as that female? Is that what you're saying when you said they were normal? Yeah. They were genuine. Yeah, before that, um, my, my girlfriend before that, my ex, it was a... Just a normal, no drama, no manipulation, no games. I, I was in a genuinely good relationship looking back at it, right? Mm. And so I didn't experience the toxicity and like the quote unquote realities of female nature until I got with her. Mm. And that's why we were speaking earlier. I believe some guys don't get red pill unless they go through a situation. Because if I was in that past situation with my ex, the good one, and somebody was talking about these red pill talking points to me, female nature this, female nature that, I would be like, yo, you're toxic. What are you talking about? Like, I don't believe you, <laughs> you know? But it takes going through something like that for you to understand and experience that, so you know? So do you, I'm sorry, you guys, but do you, I was just curious. So, like, I, I've seen some of your videos, mm-hmm. and so I noticed that you give, like, men certain points to do certain things um, in certain situations to get certain results, right? So, strategies. So, do you feel like you had to build strategies in order to have a situationship with that female? Is that where that came from? Yeah, a lot of it was brought on me because I didn't want to take her seriously, and I knew that. But I was in a. It was really immature looking back at it. Like I, I wanted her to act a certain way, but I knew I was never going to take her seriously in the first place. But you was like your experiment, or like, yeah, see what like give and take. What is this gonna? result in or what is this going to do? Um, I'm not sure if I understand what you're asking. I'm saying like you were basically stating like you weren't going to take her seriously but you were... Because she already disqualified herself from by that. By playing those games, right? Just her habits, her behaviors, little things that just are red flags to me mm-hmm. for taking a girl long term okay. that I knew way back then before I even know what red flags really were. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah. Gotcha. So she had those, and then, but at the end of the day, I still wanted her to like change a little bit uh, and become this better person. Mm-hmm. But it never got got to that. And that's what I mean. Like, were you? Do you feel like you were maybe trying to figure out how to like help her change by doing these? Mm-hmm. Until I figure out some red pill talking points, such as you can't change her, or you know, and like little things right. like that. Yeah. Gotcha. What would you say are some of your red flags now? Oh, they're, they're a ton. Oh, they're <laughs> a ton, time. man. Um, off the top of my head, um, validation-seeking behaviors on social media and in person. So I can pretty much read a girl just by looking on her Instagram. Mm. Um, 
those types of girls, I'm cool with having a fun time with, you know, but like anything long term, automatically disqualify for me. And then um, just behaviors, that is, is hard to say what exactly are, but I can just read it if I'm meeting them in person, how they speak, what they do, um, their job. I tend to attract girls, a lot of them in which they do something based on their looks. So it could be like a bartender, a bottle girl at a club. Immediately, like I don't, I personally don't take those girls seriously. Mm -hmm. Just because the habits and the behaviors that tend to come with women who monetize their looks tend to be negative from my experience. Of course, exceptions do exist, but overall the general rule, I tend to avoid that. And um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is validation seeking behaviors. That's pretty much the biggest red flag for me and the most common one amongst okay. women, I've noticed. I think a lot of people get confused because I think the word red pill has gotten so polarized. But we were talking like before the show, like the understanding of like a man before he becomes red pill, most people say in, in that world that the man is beta and then they, they find red pill content and then they, they honestly consume it. And then you usually find yourself somewhere in the middle, right? So as you talked about like talking to men who haven't found red pill, like what are some of the advantages for the man to be able to become more red pill and understand kind of like the value that it gives them for, even for the ones that are seeking relationship? Because I think a lot of times people think because you're red pill, that doesn't mean you want to be in a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could be red pill aware and have a red pill lens in dating and still want commitment, still want companionship, still want a long-term relationship. Fact. They call that purple pill, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We more purple pill. Yeah, there's a, there's a color for every yeah. everything. <laughs> right. So they call that purple pill. Um, but yeah. We're purple pill here at the pod. Okay. Kind yeah. of. <laughs> so th there are a lot of benefits with being red pill aware. It keeps you from getting screwed over yeah. financially. Um just it helps you vet the right woman too for a long-term relationship mm -hmm. a lot of guys just overall pick the wrong woman to be with and so if they knew which woman to pick in a long-term relationship and vet out the right ones then that can save them years worth of headache heartache um financial problems and just overall stress so i think i tell guys overall being red pill aware even if you want a relationship is still a superpower because it allows you to see through the BS in which a normal guy wouldn't necessarily be able to look through and understand. Because a lot of guys, the first woman that get, gives them attention, they, they latch on, mm -hmm. you know, versus me or any other guy who's red pill aware. You know, you kind of weigh out your options. You look for certain things. You understand female nature when it comes to dealing with problems in a long-term relationship, too. Yeah. You know why women act a certain way and how to solve those problems from it. Um, you tend to be less emotionally reactive, which also helps too. You tend to be more logic, logical and rational towards other things. And overall, it just, it helps for a better relationship. So even if you want a long-term relationship, being red pill aware and having a red pill lens towards dating will benefit you in the long run. I like how you phrase that too, because a lot of the times when people hear red pill, they, they, they think it's like a space on the internet where men are just bashing women. When really I hear more, it's about accountability. It's about what are we doing to affect this situation. It's not really based on like, yo, we, we don't hate women actually over here no. on this side of the internet. There's and, something called red pill rage though in which those people oh, yeah, no, they be do quote unquote crazy. hate women. And that's when you discover the red pill initially and you're yeah. frustrated at it. You're like, why does it have to be this way? Everything I've been taught and been conditioned to think was true is a lie. Yeah, programmed. Um, programmed mm -hmm. through indoctrination, our parents, Parents, marriage, society, Disney fairy tales, movies. Yep. It always taught a certain way of how we should act, but 
in reality acting those certain ways won't get you what you want example big example is the nice guy theory like nice guys finish last they people, told me a week ago that they don't people will argue against it but it's it's actually true like it's mad true you know if you if you're too kind and too nice and too giving and too validation seeking and you pedestalize a woman without her earning that you will get disrespected and you will get um, treated differently than the guy who was to do the opposite, just Ran the way it is. Over, for sure. That's always true, though. No, but I think I think there's something that before we like even go back and forth about it. I think he said without their without them actually be earning it, right? So there's this idea that like if you give anything in abundance without earning, there's like an over exchange of value. And, mm -hmm. and for me, I, me and him talk about this a lot. About that's what how I define simping. And I think the the guy. Uh, uh, you had on your show, Defund Simping talked about it. It's like the overvalue of exchange, right? So if I'm constantly being nice and this person's not doing anything in return, you're creating a, a dynamic where somebody has more leverage in the space. I think you can be nice to women, but there has to be a, a strategy behind it. The same way you are with the man. You're not going to go clean this guy's house the second day you meet him. You're not going to sleep. I mean, hopefully you're not going to sleep with this guy, you know, the first hour, right? You're, you're going to take the things that you value and your niceness, and you're going to stagger it based on how you feel about the man. The man should be doing the exact same thing. There should be a, an even exchange of nice, niceties within the relationship mm -hmm. so that there's a progress. Yeah, and, and, and the exception, you said you don't always think that's true. The exception I tend to realize is when a woman's very attracted to a guy and she's being also nice back, she values the guy being nice back because it's an equal value exchange, as Willie said. But when there's an inflation, because maybe you don't like the guy so much, but he still wants to cater to you, that's when the there's a loss of respect. I understand that. I feel like it's the delivery and how the message is put out. Um, listening to it, I feel like it comes across as if, well, don't be nice to a woman unless she does something first to promote that behavior. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with the guy who is a little more kind than the next guy who does open the door, who does, you know, say please or thank you. And I'm not saying he has to be a bad guy or rude or the bad boy, but I think for some people, consuming your content or the red pill content, the delivery, the undertone in it. Because the undertone sounds like the red pill content hates women. And that's just true. Some yeah, that's because of delivery, like you said, how some people delivered the talking points. Right. Yeah. But also, a lot you, they said the same thing about your content, and I disagree. They did about me, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I dialect it a little bit differently. I um, think if you say anything opposed to women, then they yeah. hate women. That's not true. <laughs> I've been said I. They told me I hate no, women. No, but but I think I think but I think that what's really dope is this idea of like even like how we define nice ni being nice, right? I think what you just said, opening a door, and this is we were talking about this even before the show. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing beta. There's nothing wrong with opening a door. If we're going on, if you're going on a date for the first date opening a door isn't necessarily being overly nice. We're talking about the guys that are calling paying over and over. We're talking about attention. paying for yes. things, buying you gifts. We're talking about an over exchange, a guy that seems somewhat thirsty. And every woman, I don't care, I don't care who you are, every woman has had a guy who's done 10x, 11x, and you didn't, weren't feeling him at all. And no matter how many things he bought, you know, how many flowers, how many times he texts you, you were just not into him. Bro, they yeah, just told us last week women, he's a goofy. That comes, but that comes across for women as a red flag. That comes across as love bombing. That's what he just said, and then he's he's telling the men, don't do that, don't but go, don't lead with niceties. It's about don't the delivery. Okay. She likes right. the word she uses. Right. Love, 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 but both both can be seen as um, trauma responses, because you saying that could be love bombing means that somebody did that to you and their intentions were bad. Same thing on our side. We've done things, and women, their intentions weren't as good in receiving what we do for them. 
So both can be us trying to get the leg up on the, on the other. But I think one thing that needs to be solid in doing this is just being fine with whether it, this person comes or goes. Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing that needs to be said. Like, you could just be your genuine self, be nice, do whatever you want. The chick's going to show her her true colors in, in due time. You just have to be. And I think that's where the red pill is important, just to be able to see those things when they show their face. Because a lot of the times, those things don't go away. We were just blind to them when we were doing it. Like, you can be nice, but keep your eyes open mm -hmm. to those red flags that, we, that the red flag community would talk about. A lot. I mean, the red flag. I'm sorry, red pill. Oh, a lot of red pill um, talking points are also based in psychological and biological fact and the differences between men and women. Mm -hmm. And one unflattering reality between men and women is that throughout the dating process, especially the initial dating processes, is that women overall are more attracted to men in which their feelings are um, indifferent. Like the woman doesn't necessarily know how much you like her. The woman tends to be more attracted to men towards that route. And that's why the Red Pill teaches certain um, strategies towards not being nice. A big reason is because women will be more attracted to if she's indifferent on how you feel about her, which is the truth, which most women never admit. But if you look at your dating history, if you ever dealt with a guy like that, you kind of weigh out hmm, the guy who love bombing, quote unquote, versus the guy where I really didn't know where I stood. He, I'm waiting for him to text me, but he's still showing interest, push, pull. You were more attracted to the, the latter guy than the first guy. Gave him way more energy. There's, yeah. intri there's intrigue there, right? Yeah. There's like, again, it's kind of like the unveiling, right? Like there's, there's, there's something awesome about intrigue and dating. And when a guy starts to unveil himself very quickly, there's no mystery there. Yeah. And when there's no mystery there, you, and, I don't, and this is uh, something in, in, in the manosphere, I know some women don't agree. Women still like to be entertained. And when a woman's in a space and they're not entertained, there's no intrigue there, they're more likely to leave. As soon so, as they get bored. As soon as they get out bored. Out of there. 100%. Look, she's like, y'all don't know anything about women. <laughs> no, but, but women do. I mean, naturally, think about it. Women are the ones that consume the most entertainment. They consume reality TV for a reason. They want to be entertained. Yeah. You, uh, but, the, you know, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, but, you know, I was also thinking, like, when you're genuinely interested People will, you could feel that, regardless if you don't understand what's happening up front. But you can feel when somebody's genuine. And I think, I don't know about other women, but for the circle of women that are around, we can genuinely tell if somebody's being manipulative, which is that's that nice guy role, what you're saying. I think because it's like a language thing, right? So when women hear your, your content, they're like, you're saying a nice guy's not? But the guys know what you're saying. Like, you're being manipulative. You're trying to act like something. You're not behaving like it, which means that's embedded in you. So that's genuine. So you're out with a woman, you're genuinely getting to know her, not because you're trying to buy her or you're trying to, let me see how I can get in. And you're genuinely trying to get to know if this is a person compatible with me. Do we mesh well? You know, what is her likes and dislikes? Is this... And then as you get to know those things and as you guys grow closer, you might express, regurgitate those things that you know that she likes versus, let me buy, oh, she likes lilies? I'm going to have that. Next week, I'm going to buy a whole bunch of lilies. It's like, you know, let me, it's like, it's like a rush to get yeah. you to like me. You could feel it. You could but he said it at the top of the joint. He was saying most of the time, guys are not used to getting that female attention back, so he's all in now. And you confusing that with him trying to buy you when no. most guys is probably that's more of a genuine. They were indoctrinated play. to act that way also, buy flowers, 
by this, by that, through the movies they saw growing Facts. up, through exactly. how These what their mom to, told them how to treat women. They're indoctrinated their whole lives on how to treat and women. Then when they do it, it they're punished from. for it. That's probably where it came from. But this is the energy that females are picking up. Like, it's you're, you're, you're rushing to get something, and they're trying to do something that they think in good will that this is going to benefit them. But mm -hmm. the results that you're going to get is either a woman that's exactly. a gold digger, or two, you're going to get someone who pushes you away. It's not going to be what you're looking for, which mm -hmm. is some, a genuine connection with somebody who mutually uh, wants to build something with you and, sh and give you something back. Let me, let me ask y'all a question. Do y'all think there's any real surefire way of uh, finding out what a person's intentions really are? Is there, is there a surefire answer to that? Time. Patience and time. Um, okay, sure far as, away, as no. the dudes, the dudes on the couch, uh. we've, have you guys waited for a long time? Okay, it's like the 90 day rule thing. It's like, a guy will wait if he really wants it. That, so that he doesn't, said he, that waited. he didn't so wait. So time, so, but, the, the, but time isn't, I don't even think time is an indicator of true intention because all you're doing is triggering a man's ego and a man's ego when it's triggered, he gonna fight that fight if he really wants that. So. His intention might just be to get you in the bed, and you might say, "Oh, I don't, I don't sleep with guys until after a year." He'd be like, "Okay, challenge accepted." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't think time is even an indicator of that. I just think, at the end of the day, you can't really peg somebody's intentions. Like a dude can go buy you a whole bunch of flowers and be the the guy that's meant for you, and you think, "Oh, he's love bombing me." No, he's really into you. So it's like we're trying to trying to target somebody and say you're this or you're that, there's really no way to know. There's no, yeah, you, you never really know, honestly. Um, one thing I realized <laughs> through guys dating and teaching guys dating is that most guys, the woman wouldn't like this, most guys date with the intention of having sex, then getting to know you later. Facts. Right. And you yeah. know what? There's nothing wrong with that. That's mm -hmm. in our nature. Mm -hmm. I just think a lot of the times we're not upfront with it because we can't. Can be. And women yeah. and women can't be upfront. They can't sit here and sit with you and be like, "I just want you so I can get about ten grand out of you." Then I'm a bounce. I'm just here they for this meal. Right. They <laughs> no. can't be that either. Even I'm not saying y'all are like that, but I'm just saying women. I get the what you're saying. That's, like that can't be like. I get what you're saying. Men. The manipulative women are like that, and the manipulative men are like that. This is why I said you have to lead with genuine. The manipulation. The manipulation is in <laughs> the lie. I think if you just, I think we should just get back to being honest with each other. Straight up. Oh, we can't be honest, man. Yeah. Guy, guy can't be honest. If you send a girl, I'm just trying to. Told us there's not gonna happen. Five types of women to never date. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. here to cook up the content. I don't know what the hell y'all want. Mm. Oh boy. Competitive or masculine women. True. High attraction, not there, so you're not really her type. You might be attracted to her, but she's not. You're not her type. You're not her cup of tea. You're not a nine or a ten in her eyes. That's another. One. Is she an asset? Assets over liabilities. Any girl that came back to you, so if she came back around after you done glowed up, mm -hmm. you, you got the big whip outside, now she's back. Nah. Here for a short time, not a long time. And uh, hates manosphere talking points. Yeah. React. Yeah, uh, all those points are true. Um, and from my experience, just dealing with multiple women, I tend to realize those points often aren't talked about a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Example is like her not being fully your type. Whenever a woman doesn't perceive you as like physically attractive and like you tend to win, win her over through charisma or maybe your personality, yes, you those can last like through 
short periods, but to her type come along. Yeah, to her type, like she, there's always one foot out, one foot in, or maybe she's at a bar, she'll be seeking attention from the guy she actually likes. You'll be embarrassed on social media, like Tyrese was with his wife. Um, telling him <laughs> Tyree's looking crazy. Yeah, telling like, him like I was actually into your friend Paul Walker, but like you were cool <laughs> too. Yeah. What would so, you do in that situation? It's over. <laughs> I'm with you, craps. <laughs> yeah. I asked my girl. That's my girl the other day. Mm-hmm. I was like, Why he was on live? Yeah, on live. On live, and she was standing behind him, and they were talking about how they got together, and she was like, Well, I was actually into your friend. And yeah, yeah. If I if I get with a woman, I want her to perceive me as. Uh, solid nine or a ten, mm-hmm. the most handsome man who has ever walked this earth. That's and I notice I just get the best treatment from women you who, said who what? think that I'm way. Sorry, but what did you say? No, I said not mad at that. Oh, yeah. I thought you said you never had that. I was like, what no, the? I said not mad at that. She couldn't no. even believe that lie you was about to try to tell. Yeah. No, but but it, it, it but it's true, right? Like at the end of the day, you the, a woman is going to show up differently for guys that they're they're more attracted to or the for guys sure. they're more into so the idea is like and we talked about this before and, and you talk a little bit about in your content is the idea of like literally dating within your 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 range right like yep. what you're really willing to be able to attract and retain mm-hmm. right a lot of men don't understand that like hey if you are a seven you probably do need to be with a six or five and th- this is what's crazy if you're a seven and you get a six or five to that six or five, you may be a nine or 10, like you just Facts, said. Yeah. You need a date to the, a range where the woman feels like you are a nine or a 10, you are of high value. Because if, you if you're a seven and, she's, and she's a 10 and she knows she can attract other 10, she's going to treat you like, oh, you are someone I could like potentially leave. Yeah. And that's just facts. It's just, an, it's, the, it's, it's not about, look that's where Zana. I, Look no. at Zayna's face. So but that, she can't that, believe so that. No, but, but no, look. But I'm saying, but if you, if you end up being with a woman, who feels like you're a seven and she could potentially leave you for a nine or a ten? Should you have ever have been with that woman in the first place? That's place? why you said you should date in your range. You right, right. But, 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 Zaina, this is why we talk about like even the idea of red pill aware. If you understand that, you're not gonna get that deep in a relationship where you know a woman. And, and you know what it is? Men for a long time, and, and the men can speak here, our parents didn't talk to us about female nature. They didn't talk to us about dating dynamics. They talked to us about marriage, being a good husband in certain times, or just being a respectable man. They didn't really prepare you to go out there and date and find a mate. Like we didn't get that in high school. We didn't understand no. any of those concepts. So you're right, like our, our, our energy, especially like certain men, our energy is like, we're gonna go out there, we're gonna get the prettiest girl, we're gonna go get this dime, this, that, and third, until something you realize like, oh, Oh shit, you she left you for the high school guy or she left you for the guy with money. She left you for the guy that was more fit than you. And you start realizing there are things that can occur that like, hey, if a woman sees higher value in another man, she could potentially leave you. You don't learn that until you probably go through an instance. So most men are considered a beta or they don't they haven't become aware of some of these aspects until usually through pain. Most people find red pill content through pain. Why did she leave me? I was so nice to her. Mm-hmm. I was so faithful. I texted her. I cannot believe she did that. She went to college. I can't believe she dated the football player. That's what <laughs> mm-hmm. He was I mean, wild. So, so um, no, let's go ahead. You got it. So with the Disney programming, do y'all think y'all think <laughs> it was more off for the men or was it more off for the women? I would say it was more off for the men. That's why the red pill community so it was definitely, so popular now. It was definitely more out for the men. Because I feel like with women, when we go through a breakup, we have our, our best girlfriend to call or our mother or whoever. For men, I feel like if you was to go through a breakup right now and you go chill out with your homies or whatever, and y'all sitting there doing what you do, a man's not going to want to hear about that time, hours, and, and phone calls. After yeah, yeah, we don't have a good support system, so, exactly, usually. Exactly, support system. So you turn towards the internet so you could transparent transparently look up your feelings without feeling judged. 
My thing is about the red pill content is not what is being said. I feel like it's the delivery. And I feel like the way. So that means you agree with it. You said what? That means you agree with it. I'm not well, only saying that. <laughs> I'm not. I agree with some of the things, but not all of it. No, I don't agree with it. But my thing yeah. is, it's the delivery. The way you perceive something, everybody is not perceiving it that same way, especially while somebody is hurt and while they're vulnerable. And I feel like red pill content comes across very surface level. So what happens after the what happens after you get the girl who thinks you're a 10 and after you're making more money than her and after she can figure out if you're driving a Corvette or a Lamborghini? What about spiritually? What about, what about everything under that? Because you can, tell, you can tell them how to get a girl all day, but what about keeping that woman? What about having a healthy relationship and a family? What about how you will raise your children together? And that's all I'm saying is that it comes across extremely surface level. You got that in your deep dive of red pill content in two days? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Go. No, that, that, Actually, yes, I did. Yeah, it's surface, level, it's surface level to the first part, yeah. But once you actually put yourself in a position to have more leverage, maybe you you date a woman who views you as 9 or 10, and you have all these aspects of yourself, you became a high-value man, quote-unquote, that's when you get to experience the best out of a woman, and that's when you get to have the healthy relationship the, that a lot of men for seek sure, for. for sure. That... Sometimes that could be misleading because they think it's like math. And I know men think with logic, right? Mm -hmm. They think one plus one plus one equals three. But humans are a little bit more complex than that, right? So it, the, some men are like, well, I have this, I have this, and I have this. The woman's like, but I need you to spend time. But I need you to be there emotionally to support me. And some of those men are like, well, I have the car. I have the look. I got you the house. Why do you need me to show up for you emotionally? Why do you need that? Because that's what what's that missing. Because like? that's a, you know, a little empathy there. Is, is I think that's a personal I issue. Like, I think that's based, depending based on the guy. Example for me, myself, right. I, I don't have problems with that. But that's what I'm, that's what you I'm know, saying. Even though I believe in a lot of Red Bull talking points, mm -hmm. I think that's more of a personality trait. Can, can, and can I, can, I do want to say something, and this may be, you guys may may or not may may or may not agree, but I think women when they are attracted to a certain guy, like when you talk about red pill, you talk about being more fit, you're talking about taking care of yourself, you talk about you know getting to a certain status, you talk about just the understanding of the value that you bring into a room. Mm. If a woman sees you as that nine or ten or that certain value, they're going to handle even conflict differently. Their mm. needs are going to change differently. How they show up in the spaces differently. Women are going to react to you differently. When a woman truly is attached to you, their energy with you is different. And I've been on both sides. I've been in a relationship where I felt like a woman treated me like I was beneath her. Mm. And I've been in relationships where women felt like I was a nine or ten. And I'm telling you, we could have the same exact conflict. I can do the same exact thing. And their reaction and their energy to me is going to be completely different just based on how that person sees you and the value that they bro have. they so, know that so what you're no, saying i haven't any of these relationships what, worked out so what they're but what no not i'm just saying in general but even even before we get to dating the guy that comes to holler at you if he doesn't present the way you like that sounds different a dude that you already attracted to he walks up same same bars <laughs> you eating out his hand but, it's all about who you like but i can tell you i mean and you get and you and, and let's I'll, I'll ask the men in the room how many relationships, once you felt like you got to a certain space, and Chris and, and Kadeem and, and Austin, you guys can talk, how many relationships that you genuinely wanted, once you really got to a spot in your life that you, you were at and you felt like you had started to understand female nature, that you could not have stayed in, committed to, and married if you wanted to? Not a lot. Hmm. To be honest. If you wanted to? Yeah. Yeah, if I wanted to have it, I yeah. could have kept the money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, 
Can you read the question one more time? So, so Austin, so now that you, when you've gotten to a space in your life, let's say after you got became red pill where you've got your money right, you got fit, and you started to understand the value that you hold, how many relationships have you been in that if you wanted to marry the woman and you wanted it to work, you were the one that were the, the ultimate decider of the outcome of that relationship? All of them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. This, so because women, because women, women say this, what Zaina just said, it's fair. Women go, why didn't it work out? I'm like, because I didn't want it to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm holding the cards at that point. Yeah. But I was in a relationship where I wasn't holding the cards, and I'm in there doing like you said, don't go. I need you. I love you. I think that's outside of your house. That sounds self-serving though. How? Because you're in a relationship where you're holding the cars. It's, it's different. Every, when they hold, every relationship. It's different when they hold them cars, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, are you looking to be comfortable? What, what is it? Are you- Zayna, every relationship, business relationships, jobs, friendships, every, every relationship, there's somebody that, that's, that has leverage in a space. Somebody's got every relationship has a, a masculine, a feminine, a, a leader, a follower. There's, there's a dynamic to every relationship, whether you realize it or not. Right. There's value exchange happening. And they're, they're like at the end of the day, in most relationships, especially romantic ones, there's somebody in there. And I know this sounds crazy. I know you guys probably hate it. Somebody in that relationship cares less than the other. I don't care if they're all at 2,000% care. You could be at 2,000% care. Somebody may be at 1,900% care. The person at 1,900% care cares just a little bit less. In and they have the power. Every relationship. Yeah, they, they, they have the most leverage. And relationships tend to work out better when men have the most leverage. And I was, I was, I was going to say that. Because I think as men, we lead in just being logical. So we're going to handle the relationship a little more rationally. So the the card should be in our hand. I know we don't like saying that because it makes it seem like the relationship is a game. It's not a game. It shouldn't be treated like a game if you're going to be spending your time with this person. But if I'm gonna be, if anybody's going to be holding the stick, it probably should be me. Because like we talked about on a few podcasts uh, before, the leader shouldn't be emotional. Y'all are the most beautiful when y'all are emotional and able to convey emotion naturally. So with that being said, y'all shouldn't hold the keys. I should hold the keys, so therefore if stuff goes awry or something happens, I'm not just gonna abandon ship mm-hmm. at, the, at the tip of a hat. I think mm-hmm. that's why the card should be in our hand, just to placate to what y'all are talking about. Um, I don't know if I understood it to be about who's leading and who gets to choose, per se. I think what you were saying, you can clarify to me, but like if I'm wrong, but it's like, it goes with what I was saying about being genuine, right? So like, if you're doing this like, oh, well, she, if I have money and I have this and I have that, that goes back to they should want me, but this is why you find the man that doesn't have anything be getting the same girls as the guys who have these one, two, and threes, right? Because it's no. not about... Are you saying... Wait. You we, just... we've, these are previous conversations. It's not all men who got it together get, has this experience, but I'm saying the man, the guy who's born the man is the man. Yeah. It's an energy. It's not about what he has materialistically, what he... You seen these ugly dudes with no freaking money be having the baddest chicks. How do you think? I, I don't wear. Yeah, not, wear. Not wear. This age. First of all, wear. first of all, <laughs> first of all, no, 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 no. Y'all not about to sit up here and have like we didn't have a previous. Not when you're grown. You, no. hold on, V, you, y'all all get on here and y'all be like, I ain't talking to no Dusty, I ain't talking to no No, bum. no, I'm, I'm ta- giving you example from so what no, you say. No, yeah, in, in y'all 20s, y'all might go mess with okay. Ray Ray, he so don't got me, nothing. So let me make my point so you can get it clear. So what I'm stating is, y'all know that these guys that we've talked about in the previous podcast, these guys the who Ray are like Ray Rays, yes, yes. Got these, 
Where's Ray Ray now? No, I'm not. I'm not. Look, I'm not disagreeing. I don't think people should be with those. But I'm telling them, get, just get the point that I'm saying. The principle. The Ray Rays have something going for them, though. It That's could be looks. Something. Is, no, it is. Yeah, she said ugly and broke. It fizzles out. I know. She did say ugly and broke. She did. Ugly and broke again. Nothing. I'm trying to tell you so you can understand. Just take the meat, spit out the bones. Whatever don't apply to you, leave it alone. Okay. What I'm telling you is, there, there are born leaders. And what you, it's kind of like what you guys saying, you could be made into a leader. There's some dudes just ain't going to have it. They're not going to have it. It don't matter how much they go to the gym. It don't matter what kind of car you have. And it doesn't matter about the money you make. You fired. don't have it. Can't, can't. And it's okay. Like, but can't, can't, you can't, know, can't, know can't, your lane. Can't, can't, wait, 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 wait. And I know Kadeem's getting ready to transition. But I, I think we've said this over and over and over again. There's very few people that accomplish a lot of things in their lives, manage their physical fitness, manage their resources and finance, and not have the ability to lead. Those things are data points of guys that have some Facts. type of leadership. True. Yeah. Those guys that have nothing to show for them aren't just natural leaders working at McDonald's. How many times have you went to McDonald's like, know, that guy could be president? Look, I know, I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But I'm telling you how women are attracted. There's a man that can walk But in. you know what's even truer? though, even if he has that starter kit, the car, the money, what, the, he's in the gym, that is going to get him in the door more than right. anything else you're talking about. And it's going to get him in the door with a certain tier of women. Facts, I think facts. men like, are more realistic about the, the type of woman they can pull. Austin, you talk a lot about the, the pillars of attraction. Just run, run them real quick, because she said broken ugly. What are you mm -hmm. usually say? What are the pillars <laughs> for male attraction? Yeah, pillars of, the main three are looks, money, and status, but if we go to go deeper, looks, money, status, game, and frame. Are the deeper and also mindset, I guess, charisma, but looks, money, status are the main three. And What's so, frame. I'm sorry. Uh, frame is just your your masculine frame, like being a leader in a relationship, being the dominant role, um, showcasing a, a masculine presence is mm -hmm. pretty much frame. That aura you're speaking but, of. But the, but those first three, but those first three you talk about. Go ahead. Looks, money, and status. So if that guy doesn't even have looks, money, or status, you usually don't even get the opportunity to talk to, to the, the, the women that are high attraction. So being broke, broke and ugly, that most women, especially ones that are attractive, will never talk to you. At all. Yeah. yeah. They're not. You can't be broke so and ugly. You know, and how I'm picturing it in my head is even the most, I don't like using beta male, but the most, the men that can't really typically get Girls like that, but if you get these these basic skills, and some of them not masculine, they it's hard for them. They can portray themselves, but they're not right. But they they yeah. have the they have the money. They have the, they they went to a level of success in their career or their business, right? So they get in the room and they have a better access to women. But the if he, even if he bags a woman and she gets married to him because of these things, right? Like okay, he got it. I'm gonna be taken care of. You know, so he has a nice career. He has these things. He has a car. He looks good, right? But I don't respect anything you say. We're going to be locked Because he likes friends. So, Austin, you, gonna... you do a lot of online coaching for men with dating in your Digital Romeo Digital program. Romeo. So, Drop talk to us about because that's kind of what she was getting at. She's saying that, hey, there's some men who probably eventually achieve certain statuses, but they still don't know how to deal with women. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, like I said, it's because he's lacking that frame component of the attraction pillar. He might have money. He might have status. He might even have looks. But in regards to his, his masculine presence, his frame, that's where he, he lacks at. It could be because he's just inexperienced with women. He focused on a lot of his accolades first mm. um, um, beforehand. And then from that, he got with women, and it could have taken time in his mid-30s, early 30s, or whatever. And so by the time he actually acquires a woman, he has no sense of being able to 
retainer, quote unquote. And that's why a lot of strategies are taught. That's why game is taught and frame and all this stuff, because if a guy goes about certain ways whenever he's in a, a long-term situation and that can pretty much make it so his his time with her is less than what it actually could be. So he just overall likes frame. So in, in, so when you get these guys into your program, kind of just walk us through kind of what type of things do you help the guy with? What, how does the program usually work and how long does it usually take for those guys to kind of graduate outside of the program? Yeah, so the Digital Romeo is a service that I started almost a year ago. It's a 12-week mentorship where I take guys from really increasing their presentation, their looks, and increasing their status. So I teach them how to improve their their Instagram because nowadays Instagram is so important when it comes to dating. It's literally just your resume of your life and your digital image. So a lot of guys have lame pictures. They focus on old methods of you acquiring boy up. Got an idea. new women. Hold you know, they... Kadeem, we have time for him to take all of our phones and give a synopsis on what yeah. our social... Yeah, I can rate yeah, it. I, I can rate it. it. Uh, keep going. Mine is all podcast, but no, help yeah. my boy out. Yeah. I got you. I can read it. All right, continue. He's too saucy to have that weak uh, IG presence. But basically, I teach guys how to improve their their presence and their presentation through Instagram and online dating. And from there, how to build status so that they can then leverage that for higher quality women and more women that they actually want. Because nowadays, most people meet online. I forgot the percentage, but it's a very high percentage. Um, Nowadays, people aren't meeting like how they used to just through, you know, random encounter at the mall or even social groups for the most part, um, because of dating apps and remote work and just the times that we're in, a lot of people are using dating apps. I assure you, if anybody has been single the past five years, I guarantee you all of you have used a dating app at some point in your lives. And so with that being said, I teach guys how to master online dating and how to actually turn those dates, turn those matches that they acquire through the presentation increase into actual dates. Because once you increase your presentation, the game doesn't stop there. Like you got a match and then how do I turn that to like a date through text game? And then I teach um, basically a funneling system, which I started in the business sales funnel and I correlated that to dating because it works the same as that way. You acquire leads, and then from there you turn those into sales calls, in which I call business meetings. <laughs> and then um, then from there you actually you close on the day, and then whether or not if you want to date her long term will be more based upon the woman and her actions. But, yeah, I teach guys how to basically master online dating and social media and how to acquire dates and build status from that. Oh, that's super dope, and I think that's kind of what V was saying is that some guys don't really know how to put it all together. So mm-hmm. it's super awesome that you're out there helping men. And I, I'm sure you come across men who actually have some of those resources, but they don't really know how to actually apply that in the dating space. All the time. Just yesterday I was talking to a guy who makes a lot of money. Like he's, he's loaded. He has a money part set, but he still has trouble getting women. He has trouble um, attracting women mostly because he doesn't know how to present himself online. Mm-hmm. Most modern guys have never taken a photo shoot in their lives. So they take dumb selfies or mirror selfies and they wonder why they get swiped left on, <laughs> you know? Check. And so I teach them the principles of how to just portray yourself in the most attractive manner so that you can then leverage that money resource you have built to, you know, maybe retain a woman long-term, but not lead with it though. I never teach to lead with money because that's how you attract gold diggers, but yeah. how to leverage your assets that you have built up over, over time to get the woman that you do want. Yeah. This kind of reminds me of like, I follow a lot of um, life coaches that are women that talk about etiquette for women. And um, some of them include like being soft and feminine, right? So you're kind of like doing the inverse for men. 
Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Basically, it's yeah. It's hard out here for men being single. They don't know that. They think because they be around the ten percent that date all the women that yeah. every guy's out here. What I know is like women. Why is you that... keep making faces, fam? <laughs> they, they. Actually, my face. That's like RBF. She, she's like. Uh, Wait, you said it's the what? The RBF. What does that mean? Rest you know in what it meant. You knew what it meant. <laughs> Look, she was like, say it. You know what it means. <laughs> but yeah, what I know is from most women is that they don't understand how hard it is for men to actually acquire dates and even get laid. But since no, it's statistic, I, I one in three men are... Did you ever struggle? With yes, I did. That's why... Yeah, we, yeah. Thank you. Good, good. Did you ever struggle? Struggle getting women? Dates, not not getting really. No. See, some people are just naturals. <laughs> I wasn't a natural. I, I lost my virginity late, and I had yeah, to I learn all these early. things that I now that's teach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what makes a good coach is somebody who has actually been through it and experienced the same problems that they're teaching the guys. And so I overcame that and I had to learn and navigate through my own problems and lack of women. You have a lot of videos about talking about this? Over a hundred, yeah. He got a million subs, V. Disrespect. Let me finish. Like, like your, um, some of the content I've seen, it it just talks about like the how-tos for men. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to the part where you were being vulnerable about your own experience. Yeah, Yeah. talk about your glow up, bro. Yeah, so in high school, I was always I was more like the the lame kid, man. Like I didn't I didn't have like a lot of friends. I was social. I've always had social skills, and I wasn't like weird or had like social anxiety. Mm. But like just my my presence in my group, I always just was not there. So in in regards to the experiences that other guys had with women throughout that time frame. I didn't have mm-hmm. like I, I would always envy the stories I would hear and like stuff like that and I didn't experience that until I got to college and that in college was when I was in a different environment so things were different too but I had to really work on myself I had to work on my confidence I had to work on my social skills I had to work on my looks because uh, I was a really skinny kid growing up which got me into fitness too mm-hmm. so I noticed even in high school like girls didn't pay attention to me they're always dating the football players they're always dating the athletes who who had a certain look to them that were athletic versus me. I was in band. I was, I was in what did you play? Baritone. Oh, okay. I played French one, but yeah, I was in band. So like, it, it was just a different reality to me. And what's funny about that? I just, what's and funny? you were a Roxy. <laughs> yeah. I was in RTC. Yeah. yeah that in was, college. That was all makeup for like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you didn't go to like a artsy school where it was eclectic, I could see how they would ostracize someone who was like RTC in the band. It's like, oh, you. But there. but I I think I think the story that you that you're talking about, and I've I've heard it a couple of different times, is like it's the idea is that a lot of people think like with fitness or they think like with dating, either you have it or you don't. A lot of these things with anything in life, there are skills that you can acquire, and I think that's what's been really dope about your channel mm-hmm. and just like some of the content you're doing is, you have been very open about the authenticity, like actually saying hey this is where i started but this is where i end and it's literally about controlling the controllables and i know you talk a lot about that right we can't control our height we can't control you know certain aspects to us but the things that you can control and you can maintain you should try to perfect yeah absolutely that's the whole self-improvement idea in the the manosphere and what i teach too self-improvement basically involves increasing the attraction pillars looks money status game frame and increasing that through just little by little 10 percent every day every year 
to become the best version of yourself so that you can reach that top 10%, you know? And I think that's, for me, like, why I got so attracted to the manosphere, because even on myself, I mean, and you can kind of give us the definition, like, I felt like a lot of men, and I'll say for me, like, I had a hard time in, in dating life, because I think we, some some of us that, that don't have it natural, um, start off somewhat, like, with a beta mindset. It's very mm-hmm. scarce for us. So, like, for us, we get in relationships or we get with someone who we think is super attractive, and so we don't know how to operate. We don't know how to, like, maneuver. We start doing the nice game, nice nice guy thing mm-hmm. so like for for you like when you think about the definition because we a lot of people like throwing around beta you hear it in the comments like how would you define a guy who's like a beta male per se a beta male it, it goes co in hand with blue pill so there's red pill purple pill and there's blue pill a blue pill is a guy who's been socially conditioned towards <laughs> acting a certain way in which i i believe about 95 percent of men in america def- or in the world really are blue pill um or quote unquote beta males in which they're taught and indoctrinated um, from their parents and movies and the things we talked about before. And from there they have beta tendencies or beta behaviors in which they, you know, they're very catering, they're nice guy ish, they could simp and they have all these things in which they think are attractive, but in actuality actually makes them more unattractive. So that's what I believe beta is. And, and, I, and I think that like the idea of helping men with confidence I also thinks help them become better individuals in relationships. A lot of guys that are somewhat not really good mates, even guys that can be somewhat mentally abusive, physically abusive, mm-hmm. are guys who actually lack self-confidence. And mm-hmm. so they take that and they lash out. So I do think that even through content, that even that people think is so left-sided, get men becoming more aware of the value that they have, becoming less emotional and more logical, actually think creates better relationships. Mm-hmm. I, I think the whole beta thing is just a lack of boundaries. And I think with the things that you guys are talking about, like pursuing your purpose, um, getting your money up, getting your physique up, those teach you how they give you confidence. And with that confidence, they establish those boundaries to stand on. I think yes. those are the things that make women not respect you because she knows she can walk all over you. I think that's what bores women. Because when you're in a relationship or a marriage or whatever, and she sees that you've been this way, you yes man to this, you don't stand on anything, I think there's a subconscious security that those boundaries give to a woman. Even if, they're, even if she can't get over those boundaries, she knows that this man stands on this, so he's going to stand like this with me as well because I'm within it with him. Chris, so like, I think those things matter. It's just like, like, I like to say the word reverence, like, right? Like, even at the end of the day, like, even like your spiritual, right? Like, we always give this example. Like, if a guy came in here right now and he was dressed as a monk, even if none of us practiced like his religion, we would have reverence and respect because we know right. he stands on certain things. Right. And I think women love and respect and, and revere somebody who stands for something. Yeah. Right. Even yeah. if they don't for agree. Sure. I agree. Right. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling. I agree. No, but, oh, no, no. I just, because I do like that you actually speak on the before. A lot of people in this space, they don't really talk about what life was like before they hit that mm-hmm. pinnacle that they're at now. Yeah. And you definitely like, mm, he got glow up rules time right because it's gonna take some time yeah it ain't gonna happen overnight right mental shift that's when i put man down in my note (laughs) (laughs) bro was like nah i'm gonna switch up so when you say mental shift though like what does that mean mental shift in regards to glowing up is that you got to realize that your presentation is important Mm -hmm. because i made the analogy or the example of how when we're kids kids don't understand that the way they present themselves in the world is important. That's why they walk around with their shoes untied, snotty nose, stuff all over their face. But as we grow older, for the most part, hopefully, you need to understand that the way you present yourself to the world does carry value and does dictate on what you get 
in regards to dating and other opportunities too. Facts. Just through increasing my presentation and, and my looks too through the glow up process, I've been presenting so many opportunities to me in which I never would have outside of dating, business opportunities, mm -hmm. friendships, relationships, just people literally treat you differently. So that's that's the mental shift. You gotta understand and realize how important it is. And you you can't, you know, walk outside and you, you didn't brush your hair for the day or you didn't <laughs> wash your face. Like guys really operate that way. Some guys don't even brush their teeth, you know. Nasty. Oh, Jesus. Oh. If, you don't, if you don't take you seriously, they won't take you seriously. You know, mm -hmm. I was just thinking about it before you move on. It just made me think about something. Like the women that are like masculine or the ones who can't decipher that they need a guy in their life, right? Are like the inverse of those guys. They can't get women, but the women that can get guys, they don't know how to keep them because they don't have the skills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's the inverse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He also put on here uh, objective attraction, uh, objective beauty. Yeah, so objective attraction, this more goes into looks theory. Mm -hmm which is understanding objectively what is attractive on a wide scale. A lot of guys have what's called subjective attraction, meaning they do things in which they think they looks, it looks good to them, and it's fine. You can do things based on what you look, think is good, but you'll have better results if you follow objective beauty, meaning you follow and understand almost what attracts women and what is attractive on a scientific level. Mm -hmm. So there, if you look at every attractive guy out there, just commonalities between everybody and everyone, even from a woman's point of view too. Um, women who are most attractive, you know, um, pear-shaped body curves, this, they might have this certain facial feature, whatever, this hairstyle, that's called objective beauty. Objective beauty. But some guys, they'll be like, well, I don't like that. I, I, like, my, I like my long hair. I like my this, that, or the other. And, and so they kind of shoot themselves in the foot. Um, Bro, it, it happens because you hear guys like you'll talk about getting getting fit, and some guys are like, I still get women because, and I'm so big, and you're like, you're subjective. You're, it's subjective, right? Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of the day, like even women may not necessarily say it's super important, but we know eight out of ten times if you're fit, most women are attracted to guys who are fit. It says something to them, like you said, their primal attraction. Yeah. So like mm -hmm. being able to step back and really figure out, okay, the law of averages. If I go to the gym, most women are going to find me attractive, so right. I should probably tap into that. Right. Objective is about what most people find attractive. That's the true. Standard. Yeah. Yep. The standard, yeah. Right. Yeah, the standard. And, that, and then yeah. we, we debate that all the time here because sometimes we'll talk we about don't. certain things that when they'll be like, well, not, not all of them. We're like, okay, yeah, there may be 10%, but you have to play the averages in the dating space and relationships. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. True. You put uh, don't glow down. Yeah, oh, don't don't, don't glow down. Uh, a lot of people peak in high school, man. Think of say that say that say that one more time. He dropped it one more time. Yeah, I think we spun the block. Uh, yeah. <laughs> people that peaked in high school, you know who you are. You mad? You upset, bro? They all right. Yeah, a lot of you guys and girls <clears throat> peaked in high school. So when I say don't glow down, is don't be that guy where people look back at. Oh, who? You know, Josh from high school, he used to be the man. He was, he fellow. you know, the most attractive guy, whatever. Now look at him. He's, like, overweight. He's mm -hmm. not taking care of himself. Josh taking like, your courses, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be the opposite. Now people from high school look at me, and they don't even recognize me. Yeah. Right. You know, if somebody looks at you from 10 years ago or from high school time frame, wherever, and, th and they see a negative difference, that means you glow down. That means you stop caring about your stuff. You stop caring. You got comfortable. You got complacent. 
And a lot of people, guys especially, tend to get complacent in long-term relationships because they're like, oh, okay, I, I got her. I don't, I don't need to be attractive anymore. That's why I talk so they about stop going to the gym. competition anxiety. They stop, they stop doing everything that made them attractive in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that's also a big reason why relationships in, in the long run is because of right. complacency on both ends, not just men, yeah, but also yeah. women too. Go ahead, Zay. I'm going to play devil's advocate just a little bit. I do feel like um, when you get to a certain point in your life, life does catch up with you. You have different responsibilities and you prioritize different things. So what tips would you give to men and women to maintain that glow up and continue to move forward? It's to prioritize the way you appear and prioritize your health, prioritize going to the gym. I believe no matter what, through job, I mean, I don't have kids, so I, I can't say through that, but I know for a fact, for absolute fact that as long as I'm healthy, I will always be in great shape my whole life. And so I feel like if you pro actually prioritize that, as I have been throughout the past eight years or so, then it's, it's not going to be a problem. Hey, hey, and I, I, think, I want to respond. Go ahead, Chris. I, I just think one thing that needs to be said is if you prioritize your marriage or your relationship, you'll prioritize the things that actually got you the relationship or the marriage. You should. Yeah, and that's like, all I was going to – I totally agree, Chris. I, I think that that's sometimes, like, even, like, in our communities, like, we don't put enough, like, energy into being the best version of ourselves to our, our partner, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I want my partner to, like, if I'm taking my shirt off, I want her to be attracted to that. The I want same her to, way yeah, she was the first time 100%, she came I want to set the same vibes. <laughs> I want to keep Facts. the same energy. And I True, feel like – Or a better vibe. Right, 100%. Right. And, I, and I think because I'll speak for myself that I'm someone who could become complacent. Because I know that about myself, I probably prioritize always making sure I'm not complacent because yeah. it's easy like you're right it's easy to Netflix and chill on a Friday it's easy to eat crazy it's easy to go on trips especially when things are happy so for me it's like I have to go out of my way to say no I got to make sure I'm always the best version of myself so my woman say when she puts me on her arm women love being with a with a guy that other women want Facts. but when she goes out with me I want to be the guy that the women look at like god damn how does she get him Mm -hmm. But do you think men want that too with that girl? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's that's like why I'm always preaching competition. Well, 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 but, but, that, but you should. Just need though. it, man. It's at, needed. At, at the end of the day, we represent each other. So when right. I, I'm big on how, I, like he just said, how I go out in the world. So if I'm with you and we're together, I want my, myself to be the most presentable version of myself when I'm next to you. I want the women to sit there and look at you and say, hey, he wifed her, that she's mm -hmm. something special. Women will draw conclusions based on your mate, and so will men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it would, weird because, uh, me and Caitlin talk about competition anxiety all the time. The what? Go ahead, bro. No, I was gonna say the way I tell guys in order to keep the comp competition anxiety in their relationships and to stay attractive is to have a mindset of you could be single tomorrow. Facts. Mm, yeah. Good. Operate as if you'll be single tomorrow, and, and then from there you'll, you'll tend to care more. When I was learning how to cook, she was like, "What you doing with that?" I was like, "I'm learning how to cook for us, but if I ever got to get back in out the here on these streets, <laughs> <laughs> Chef Boyardee is at it again." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it that's... makes sense because most people look at it as so much like it's like hard calculus that you got to take in classes, you got to do this in order to graduate. It's like. Look at it as a, it's fun, like, we can be different versions of ourselves in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get this age, we still look good at 50, you know, and we still romanticize each other, sex each other, figure out different ways. Like, that's why I was like, it's got to be through and through. Like, you got to look good, feel good, and want to To their point, a priority, though. Most of the mm -hmm. time, like Willie's saying, it don't become a priority. You get in a relationship, and it's like, oh, I got them. We gonna mm -hmm. chill, like you said. We gonna eat these steaks. We gonna sit down and watch this on the couch. We gonna drink well, run. We not 
Nah, we still gotta get up and go to the gym tomorrow, sweetheart. Cause mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it should it should be secure. And but one thing you gotta understand is that your girl is your girl, even though she's probably old or comfortable to you, she's new to somebody else. Same thing for women. Your man, Facts. even though you known him for so so many years, he's new to another woman that he walks past. Right. You gotta understand that. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't. You should be competing with other women. You should just be keep competing with yourself. You yes. should want to keep the keeping mm -hmm. it spicy is also just presenting. I'm gonna present my woman a new man next year because I'm gonna continue to climb this imaginary right. staircase that that I put on myself. So that's just that's what the relation a relationship in general like the first relationship was meant for us to build, even if it's building mentally, spiritually, mm -hmm. anything, multiplying anything. That's what the relationship is for. It's for you to have that reflection that somebody that looks at you and says, "Hey, man, uh, you you coming up short right here, or you need a little, you need to do a little something right mm -hmm. here, or you're you you lash out right here." It's to it's to help you to continue to improve. So to get into the relationship and not do what it's meant for the relationship to do, it's gonna make it. It's gonna end. It's not gonna. It's, it's not gonna last. It's mm -hmm. almost like the the saying was that the grass is always greener on the other side. It's where you water it. Facts. So that has to do with you contributing to your relationship 100%. Yeah, it's yeah. so what you invest. You got to invest yeah. in it. Yeah. Like, Me investing everything. in myself while I'm in this relationship is actually multiplying the relationship itself. Right. Mm -hmm. Y'all ready to get into some shit or no? Real quick, let's do it. I don't know who produced this episode, but uh, modern women are going crazy over Sigma males doing this. I've never seen this clip. We're going to react. Y'all okay. ready? Let's okay. do it. Let's be real, y'all. Men have one of the most, I mean, the manosphere is one of the most powerful voices on the internet today, okay? We are hearing what they're saying. They are being very clear about what they like and what they dislike. And I think a lot of women take issue with that because we are not meeting the preferences that they say they want. We are not meeting the standard. Mm. If I was meeting the standard, I wouldn't have an issue with your standard because I meet it. But I have issue or take issue with your standard when I don't meet it, when I'm not the preference, when I don't feel like I'm desirable. That's what it boils down to, is the fact that we want to be desirable. And when we don't feel like we're desirable and we feel like we're being rejected by what they're saying their preferences are, we're coming at. We're, we're aggressive. We're, uh, you know, make, poking holes and diminishing what they're saying, discrediting them. But that's their preference. And they're entitled to their preferences. That's true. <laughs> Not yeah. one lie was told. <laughs> Zay, react. Why me? I don't know. You be making a face. I, I, I got something. So that goes back to my talking point in my video of um, girls you should never take seriously is if she disagreed with a lot of manosphere talking points. Because mm -hmm. I noticed the women who are desirable, who are quote-unquote wifey, who are relationship material, tend to overall... They hear like, the message. Oh, yeah, I kind of like Andrew Tate. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, and it, across the board, <laughs> like, like that—that is a common, a common trend. Like any woman who is desirable, as she said, they usually agree with no, a we lot of stuff. Is said. We were talking before, and and I, it's, it's funny, sex. I was just thinking about women I've dated that actually like liked Kevin Samuels or like some of that content. I'm like. Those were women who were like very understandable and they were dope because they 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 could understand like what the guys were saying. But we talked about this even for hypergamy. And remember, you asked me was like, like I, I think uh, before the show we were like, hey, do you agree with hypergamy? And I'm like, yes, because I think a woman should have standards. I think a woman should be able to say, hey, these are the type of guys I want, and I think guys should rise up to it. And it, I wasn't even thinking about it because I feel like I I hit most standards. I was just like, fuck yes. 
a woman should have should be always leveling up mm -hmm. and so i don't have any any insecurity in that and if i did if i thought i was not meeting certain standards i wouldn't even focus on dating i would be focused on getting up to a standard where most women would want to be with me yo mm -hmm. this this makes me think like there's a subconscious security to a man knowing what he wants and i think a lot of relationships don't weren't lasting because women can feel when a man is just following, he's not necessarily communicating what he wants and what he needs out of a woman. So for years, men were just, yes, baby, yes, baby, not necessarily, not necessarily expressing themselves and saying what they want, but women can feel that. And for years, y'all could possibly question it, be like, oh, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe he's really being like this, but for years you could feel that uncertain energy that he's giving off and he's not expressing himself. So that makes you go towards a man that is certain about him, that is certain about what he wants. And that typically leads to the infidelities and the cheating because the man, the side dude knows exactly what he wants. I want you. I want you to do this. I want it's you to do that. To but that the man that's in, but the man, but the man that's in the relationship, he's trying to protect certain things. He's not necessarily going to stand on certain boundaries. He's trying to go back do, to that program. It's, it's the pro, too, that's exactly. You know? It's the program. Just accept her for how she is. Don't tell her she's falling off. Don't know. Love her and, for and, how she came in. But as soon as you went from having a million to zero, she's out of there, buddy. It don't matter what happens. It's, it's the I'm toxic. Sorry. It's that. I feel like it's because men operate out of clarity and in my opinion i feel like men operate out of a sound mind and clarity so when you come across as if you don't know what you want you don't have clarity and i want a leader mm, i want yeah. to be able to follow you and be able to trust that you're going to protect provide no matter what we go through rather you're losing it rather you have zero to a million you could lose everything but that's not going to take effect take away from the fact that you're still a man at the end of the day I and to react to the clip, I also feel like a lot of women um, are angry because, I don't know how to say it. You I better not like, say presentation again. No. I she like always talking about how somebody said something. Whatever. I feel like a lot of women are angry because social media has been a tool that enables men to be able to speak how they truly feel without having to be cut off or without having to be told they're wrong, but it kind of feels like, well, why the fuck y'all didn't tell us that this wasn't what you wanted? Like, why didn't y'all speak up? Why wasn't men saying anything? Because now we're comfortable in these roles that we've been playing and to turn around and find out that I'm, what, only attractive to 30% of the men out there? Damn. Okay, Zay. No, no, she's correct in that. She's correct. We should have spoke up, but we are coming the same way y'all are coming out of certain generational curses is the same thing for us. Our fathers, our grandfathers, they, they did what they had to do. We are in a space where we're feeding off of what they gave us. So we have the space and the luxury to actually speak on the, the, the more surface level or cosmetic things that we need out of y'all to build more pleasurable relationships. So I think you're right in what you're saying, but I think it's just we're coming out of that positive, uh, that, that toxic positivity. Like that programming made us feel like we had to be Prince Charming and we, we, didn't ha we, we can't disrupt y'all or upset y'all. And sometimes the truth will be upsetting, but on the other side of that, there'll be some growth. It kind of, uh, kind of, re kind of reminds me of like, but at least in the African-American community, it's like- um, I'm here to be ratchet. <laughs> It kind of reminds me of like. All right, we can be. That reminds though. me of what makes me think about like an African American community. If the most of the time the father was missing in the household, the men had to go to other resources to find out who he was, Facts. what should be, and the woman didn't see 
a man in a household vocally saying this is how it's going to be. So I think when women got in a relationship and those men got in a relationship, the women was like, be quiet. You know, they don't know that the man's voice is important. Mm-hmm. And the men didn't know how to, hey, this is what I mean, this is what I mean. What do y'all that. think is the, the pushback, though, what she's saying about the standard is, is whenever, if a guy says, I don't like women that weigh 160, every woman that weighs a pound over is on his head. Ego. No, but my thing is, people like what they like. Yeah, but um, when men say it, it's a problem. If a it woman is. says, I, I agree. Men can have every, Yeah, preferences. every dude, I want him to be 6'2", he got to make $180 million a year. I agree. Realistic expectations, though. <clears throat> because a woman could weigh, what, 170 or 167 and still look good. But when you're coming at it from an angle of, oh, my God, if you're over... A single pound of 160, you're unattractive <laughs> to me. Oh my God, you're over. Well, those are exceptions. Like those are women where they have good weight distribution. But I think you're saying on, on, on average, average. We always on do average, these anecdotal, yeah. she could look this way. Yeah, some of them could, but even Meg just lost 20 pounds. So what's up? But no, no, no. The deeper, oh. no, the deeper. The are deeper men allowed issue to have is, preferences? No. They are. The deeper I mean, issue. Not allowed is, to say. I'm, my fault. No, the deeper issue is if <clears> the man <throat> says he likes chicks under 160 and you 170, that ain't the man for you. Just move on. Move on. But it'd be an uproar. Um, it is guys move on. Kevin Samuels got famous saying she was average at best, and that was nice. Honestly, that was. But I, um, I, I think that a lot of people don't understand that the language that women process things and the emotional actually, language. Yeah, they. It's. I don't know if y'all it's are, actually no, going y'all, to encourage the. Y'all are used to being. Y'all are used to being coddled. The truth is, that's oh, it. Y'all are used. To, y'all are used to the cushiony language. Hey, baby, you doing this well, but you're not doing this. No. You're beautiful, how you Certain are. Certain dudes are coming out saying, "Yo, I need this, that, and the third. Or you ain't this, that, and the third. And, but I'm saying what y'all are used to and what y'all, what y'all are getting now aren't the same. That's all I'm saying. Because the truth is it comes across hurtful and we're hurt. No, it's not hurtful. But it I can't does. change it's it. Not I'm not 6'5 no, like Chris. Like I um, said, it, it's not because the truth hurts. That's why. Mind, but for some women, it comes across hurtful. No, but you got to suck that how up. A wo- how a woman perceives it, you can't say she's wrong for her perception. Okay, so what's... still her perception. Zay, let me tell you, let me ask you a question. What's more hurtful, me lying to you for five years and then just <laughs> abruptly leaving you because I can't put up with the lie anymore or me coming to you and being straight up with the truth and telling you what it is so we can get it done now. Both can be hurtful. But, both one, can be, but both can be we can't avoid hurt in relationships. I'm I think that's what the, that's the, that's, but that's what's going on. That's what the problem was. Men were trying to avoid hurting y'all's feelings instead of being concerned with the, the end point or the longevity of the relationship. We are... Now it's starting to get to a point where we want to be with y'all, but we don't want to just be with y'all for one night. We want to be with y'all for longer spans of time, better, better substance of relationships. So yeah, we're gonna say things that are certain ingredients that are gonna keep us in relationships longer. I understand longer. that, but he's asking, what's the pushback from women? I told you. Men, but what I'm what I'm saying is, this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I agree with what you're saying. He's asking, what's the pushback? I'm saying for some women, it comes across the truth can be hurtful. I told you. And it comes across hurtful. So therefore, you're going if something hurts your feelings and you you're already saying women are emotional creatures uh-huh. we're going to respond out of a defense angle. yeah like you see what i'm saying but if we talk in emotional intelligence y'all just can't have emotions y'all got to be to process the emotions and be like you know what this man's saying this because of this this is the person i chose or the person i'm interested in 
He's even saying this for that, reason. though, even if it's not the person but you chose. Also, like, we talking preference. Y'all let y'all egos get in the way. Uh, no, but you're that, also saying that a woman is most beautiful when she operates out of her she is. essence. She and is. And you're right. But, and I, but the truth is, with women, a lot of times when we respond, we respond first out of emotion. Mm -hmm. We respond first out of emotion. After, let me cool off, and I'm going to think about the mm -hmm. fact that, yeah, damn, baby, mm -hmm. maybe I did let myself. Zay, that's probably, Zay, that's probably, anger. Zay, that's probably you. Jump but most of the women that Awesome probably deals with, they don't come to an end point. They just say, oh, fuck that. Y'all toxic. This is, nah, you lying. You being hurtful. And it just ends there. It doesn't, there's no comeback the next day saying, you know what? <laughs> you, were, you were being real. We, we rarely see that. You know what? Yeah. This, this is basically, most of these women most likely are not used to a certain amount of authority in their household. That's what I said. So they, this, and something like this, I think I heard it somewhere, um, they was like, when you're offended, that's your problem, not the other problem, Facts. the person that offended you. So you have to ask yourself, why does this person, I don't know who is online, is offending me? Is it because there's something about what they're saying, I don't know how to fix it, and now I feel attacked? Am I, am I, is this is a deep insecurity for me that I don't know how to get out of? Because most of the time when somebody's stuck in a box, I'm using as an example, and they don't know how to get out of it and somebody's chastising them for being in the box, they don't know how to communicate like, hey, I want to improve. And it hurts that you are beating me for being trapped in here. So you go. I don't know how to get out of this. And that's just effective communication. Therapy, that's why most people have to ask themselves, like, you don't have to go to therapy, but you could do something therapeutic, ask yourself, why am I offended by a stranger that's a man, that's a black man that I'm not used to having in the household or the, the one that was in my household didn't respond to me? Why am I offended? Why is this offending me? Because that's where your healing starts. And then maybe you could then go back and process it. What did Most you take of them from the clip, bro? Uh, the clip we reacted to? Yeah. Um, like how I said uh, about, um, what did I say? about the red flag of them not agreeing with Minister talking points. Yeah. Tend, basically what she said is what I tend to realize through my own experience too, is that women who are upset about preferences or the things that are said through the Minister talking points tend to be overall undesirable women Damn. for long-term relationships anyway. And that's why they're offended versus women who aren't offended mm. tend to be not undesirable for long-term relationships. You, you deal with that a lot? Like, with the content you create, you deal with a lot of, uh, they're like, you hate women. <laughs> uh, no. No? No, uh, I really good, don't. Good, bro, I'm glad. No, that's, that's maybe they're blinded by, like, the, the presentation. <laughs> no, but, I mean, but, 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 but also, I, I think a lot of the content you, you do, though, honestly speaks to men. Like, at the end of the day, it's not, like, it's less Actually, about women. It's, yeah. Mm -hmm. But no, but at the end of the day, you can speak to men about women in a way that still doesn't create like the same polarization. There are some content creators who by design speak about women to garner women to get an emotional reaction, to get clicks, right? I just think, you know, in my experience of Austin's content, he's more speaking directly to men. He's not even looking to get the fly by the night woman reaction. Mm -hmm. He's um, genuinely I'm saying- I'm still trying to get that reaction, my pot yeah. When we get yeah. to a million, I'll take it yeah, right off. But, yeah. but, but, yeah. but no, but, but what I'm saying is, I think that's where, I, again, we talk about red pill rage, and I also think that the one thing I, I'm not a huge fan of is people taking 
short clips of certain content creators and then painting an entire brush of, of a conversation. Mm -hmm. I think overall, the majority of the Manosphere conversation really is about helping men understand what they want, understanding their value, understanding how to maneuver as a man, to understand yeah. how to maneuver in relationships. That to me is, is what Red Pill is all about. Red Pill was just about becoming knowledgeable of multiple things. And a, a guy who really understands Red Pill is actually, I think, gonna be a better mate for you than someone who is oblivious. I would agree. So true. Yeah. I would agree. Anybody that dives into the manosphere for what it's really for, that leveling up, that accountability, that mm -hmm. positioning yourself, not overextending yourself with these women. They overall become better. I, and I and I have one I have one piece. I actually think when men understand their value and they understand their desires, they're actually stickier. They're gonna they're not gonna cheat on you because they know that they made a decision to be here. They know they have choice. They know they live in a life of abundance. Right. You get a man who doesn't know their value and then they, someone tells them their value while they're with you those are the ones who are going to probably be cheating on you more than likely because they're like oh shit this woman wants me but other men who understand their value who've actually lived in abundance and they make mm. a choice they're not so easily moved off of that choice mm. because they know how they got there yeah even that mm -hmm. question Willie asked at the beginning when he's like how many women do you think if you wanted that relationship <clears throat> you could have it you could have had it that's what we choose <laughs> y'all have access to y'all control access to sex but that relationship if I wanted that girl I would have had her so when I be, you know, when I'm with my girl, I'm like, come on, man, I picked you. You're, mm -hmm. we're, we're here together, right. Right. and you're competing. I love that you still compete. Right. No, yeah. I do. I love when I see my girl in the gym doing pull-ups. Ain't nothing sexier to me than a woman that can do a real pull-up. Same, on. yeah. That shit's fired. Men man. like muscles too, y'all. Like, oh my god, yeah. look at her back. I can't wait to get home. <laughs> you know what's crazy? What I realized too about some relationships is that after a certain point you get to as a man, if you're in a long-term relationship, some women don't leave some men. No matter if you mm. cheat, no matter if, mm. like, yeah. what women are willing to put up with, with the guy they value as their best option, you'll be very surprised. That's what I said earlier, 100%. Yeah. The, the way they show up in that space is just different. That's why it's like sometimes when, when women say things. I would agree. When, when, women, when women say things that are, they say <laughs> they are agree. linear, I don't care what you say. Like they're, how they show up with one man is going to be different than how they show up with another man. So your goal is to be the best version of yourself because that's how you're probably going to get the best version of that woman. Mm -hmm. You hit the nail on the head. This, it's not the same. 100%. Before we get out of here, I'm going to play another clip. But I wanted to ask you, because there's a lot of people, I think, from the outside, people that are not in that manosphere space, they'd be like, a lot of these dudes are frauds, right? Mm -hmm. What would you say the percentage is of, like, let's just dispel the red pill community. Like, you have the red pill rage. I'm not going to say no names. We're not going to be that chatty patty. Mm -hmm. But what would you say the percentage is of guys that are like, they live those raps, that's what they're really preaching, or it's a money grab, come by my program. Uh, I don't really live this stuff. I couldn't get a girl for real if I didn't have. Are we talking about attracting women and yeah, like yeah. getting with women, or all like the, red you know, pill pickup artist stuff, all oh, that okay. stuff, all the different. Gotcha. So what I tend to realize is that, um, ah, man, it's it's hard to. I really don't know a lot of people's personal lives personally, yeah. but I would say that a lot of red pill guys are a lot of guys that get with a lot of women. They always have some sort of main girl like yeah. they always like seek um what's the word uh companionship with at, at least one woman long, long term and um every every content creator I've, I've ever met they've always had some sort of you know main girl but in regards to like just attracting women who really it's uh it's it's interesting i can't i can't really 
talking because like people know who I hang around. Yeah, we ain't so. gonna yeah. put no names. No, no, bro. But you know, but you know what I hate though is like, like I said, is like I think that's the part, and it's not just with content. It's with rap music. It's with any type of that's content. People over sensationalize things and they take things way too far. You get people who actually consume content and think that means you should not be in a relationship. And I'm just like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, just because the guy's in a relationship doesn't mean he can't tell you how to interact with guys who don't want to be in a relationship. Facts. It doesn't mean anything. You could be married and still give game to single men out here. Yeah, Facts. It's too, mm -hmm. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't, the two don't equal. I think, yeah. honestly, like, there's power in secrecy. And I feel like with the internet being what it is, women are now exposed to the conversations that men are having mm. when we're not um, there to actually hear it and listen. And I feel like it's it's kind of like a reality check. And mm. to mm. realize that a lot of us or some of us or everybody's not hitting the bar. So it's like, damn, where do I stand? Where do yeah. I stand with my man? Where do I stand with these men that were of my past? And or is that why my ex left me? And it, it you start wondering, you start self-reflecting, where am I falling short? Mm. Now, when you realize where you have fallen short, where does that leave me? You're kind of left with a choice. All right, what are you going to do? Red pill, pill or blue pill or purple pill? It's just kind of like, you know what I'm saying? It's a little overwhelming. And I feel like it's the same thing with men when men have been exposed to the conversations that women are having. Like, yeah, girl, he, he makes this, this amount of money or he's this or he has that. So I think that's really what it is. It's just, it's different. We hear the conversation now. You're going to do what Austin did. He took his shit and got to work. That's what he did. You guys were talking before we started a pod about women having standards and if they change their standards. And we talk about this all the time on the pod, but just the fact that it'll make men like what, what Obama said, a, a low tide lift all boats or whatever the hell he was talking about. What? Right. Y'all remember when uh, Obama said to, that? He tried to be a philosopher talking shit about us. Y'all remember when Obama <laughs> said that? Go ahead, bro. Thank you, man. They don't watch CNN. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, no, but basically, right, because y'all be fucking on Ray Ray. Ray Ray, no, sir. Tyrone, Tyrone, no, sir. Chad, whatever the no, hell his Tyrone. name was. <laughs> he didn't have nothing. He was put no, no, putting no. your Altima around the neighborhood. I'm going the other way. We're not here to, to dive into mm, your past. You got you a little Ray Ray in the tuck somewhere. We're gonna have to yeah, discuss that. Ray Ray before. But what we, they were saying was basically that when women stop fucking with those dudes, validating that guy that doesn't have his shit together, more guys will go out because like you find red pill content because you're trying to figure out how do I get what I want out of mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. What you and say, bro? Be the upgrade? Be the upgrade. Oh, that's an old bar. Go I love check that. that I, love one. That I remember bar. that one. That was a good one. Be the upgrade, bro. <laughs> that's the best place to be. 100%. Yeah. So it's like, hmm. when is when is women going to raise the standard so y'all stop fucking on Ray Ray? I think women are. Uh, you can ask me You think that. so? Yeah. No, I don't think I so. Don't think so. I, I think there are women out here, especially with this. Oh, there are some, but yeah, there's a lot I of ones that love Ray Ray. When do y'all stop messing with Ray Ray V? What do y'all define Ray Ray as? I can't. I can't <laughs> wait, wait. There, there, that's true. That's true. Because there's different levels Man, what's of Ray Ray? Ray Ray. To me, Ray Ray is like, he ain't no, no car. car. He ain't got no job. No car. Sell dime bags. He might sell weed on the side. We don't know what he does. <laughs> yeah. But he get he get hoes. He's, he's Ray Ray. He might have four kids. Okay. We don't know. Yeah. He's got some energy that in their 20s they can't resist. Mm -hmm. And then when they get yeah. older, they want you to come take care of the two kids that you yeah. have with him. I can't yeah. answer that I know this younger woman. I do Go after Ray Ray. <laughs> you say it's ridiculous, but us—that's that's what I just said was like a no, ahead, storybook. No, no, one mic, one mic. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I, I noticed younger women tend to go after Ray Ray, as mm-hmm. you're kind of suggesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after they get to a point where they realize how Ray Ray ain't going to provide what I actually want, like I'm getting to the point where I kind of want a family, I want security, I want provisioning. Let me go look after the guy who I've been rejecting the past five, mm-hmm. ten years mm-hmm. and circle back and, and check him out. That's then, a no-no in the rules, though. She yeah, that's a no-no in the rules. That's why I teach guys, like, she come back, that's negative, man. Like, she go get somebody Never double else. back. Yeah, how many how many circle backs have you have you, have you had? Oh, after chicks from high school, oh, chicks from college. Yeah, spin, the, spin the block on them, yeah. bro. Oh, I lost count. I lost count. It was like, is that Austin on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. eight hundred thousand subscribers. I ignored him. <laughs> yeah. Let me slide in his DMs and see Don't what he's get talking it twisted, about. Man. I, I still have the hashtag business meeting, but <laughs> that's, that's about it. You leave him on red? No, I mean. You know, I, 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 I don't leave him around. I schedule. Nah, get that knock. This man is a gentleman. I was about to say, hey, go dig him out. Bro was like, what's she looking like? We still gonna do one time for the one time. We're good. Exactly. We'll keep it there. He's a gentleman. The man's a gentleman, man. Because I would have said the opposite. He didn't say you're he didn't a say savage. He, <laughs> he said he still said what that looked like. Yeah. 36, yeah. 24. Yeah. 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 What you look yeah. like? Yeah, let me. She's let me as long as you didn't glow down. down. Yeah. yeah, she glowed down. Yeah. No, I can't go back. Yeah. I got one more I want y'all to react to. Uh, where is it? Mm, keeping memorabilia from your ex. This is mm. Oh, let's do I'm it. Just, I'm just memorabilia. Let's do it. Let's do it. Bought me these um Uggs. Like I don't have to yeah, say that. Like, I need Uggs for the winter time. I'm not giving a, that back. So like maybe I can't afford to buy you red bottoms and Fendi and Gucci and Louis and Dior. I can't afford to do it, right? Mm. But he did all of that in the past. And every time we go out, you're wearing his stuff. It's a slap in the face to the guy that you're currently yeah, you with. Need to get your money up. It should be motivation. First of all, you guys with you, who had that type of guy, and now she's with you. Uh-huh. You should be like, damn, you know, I gotta step my game up. We're talking about principles here. The principle is that you are wearing memorabilia of your last relationship. So you gonna tell me to return my shoes if you can't afford them? I mean, I can't hey, look, afford them either. But I got them. Them. So why the fuck am I gonna get them back? If you can't get yourself something then you really shouldn't be carrying baggage from your last relationship. If you want to say, I could get my own pair of red bottoms, fuck these but red bottoms. But why I worked for that? I was fucking that man when he bought me that, that was shit. Worth- That's mine. My ex bought me these. Hey, I, I just found that in the archives. You know, yeah, I, I never personally dealt with an experience like that of a woman wearing memorabilia, <laughs> expensive memorabilia from an ex or anything like that. But um, if she did... <laughs> And I knew about it. That would make me uncomfortable. If anything, just just don't tell me. Like you got it from your ex. Like, and I think it helps too if there's no emotional connection towards what you're wearing. Like, example, if my ex got me this this LV belt, it's a belt. You know, I don't have any emotional connection towards it, or I don't think of her. It's just a belt. So it's a it's a situation I haven't dealt through. But if she went out her way to tell me, yeah, my ex got me these shoes. Yeah, yeah, my ex got me that purse. Then that's when I would be bothered by it because I know that you're still attached to it. Kinda, it was like I was with this dude and he was buying me this. Yeah. And that's yeah. Weird. They're weird. <laughs> no, seriously. See, you say they're weird, and I think that's more the norm than the. But my thing is, what situation did you go through? to a point to where your ex could buy you all these things and now you're with a man who can't even halfway afford them, but you feel the I don't need know. to tell them 
with your ex. Can, can, can I can I share like how how it's leveraged? Like so, sometimes women because they don't understand how to communicate. Like we talk about like even men that don't know how to communicate. There's beta like women out there. <laughs> women will look at that as like a way to try to in their own way create competition anxiety. So what uh -huh. they'll do is they'll throw it in your face as if that's going to make you want to do those things. And they don't realize that a man who's confident, a man who's actually uh, very sure of himself, he will not react to that. If oh, anything, it would actually make him, right, it'll make him less likely to yeah. do that. Like, yeah. Wow, I can't believe you said that to me. Hmm. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if he mentioned if he couldn't or could afford, he was just saying, you, why would I do that? And your ex did this, and which is weird on his part because you know, men typically look at how you were treated from your previous relationship and who the type of person you dealt with. Yeah. And then too, like we were talking about before, why would you be telling him that unless he asked or Doug wanted to know where you got this from since you work at Target, but you got these red bottoms, how you, are you scamming? And she was like, no, like my ex got these for me. And if he has an insecurity about that, regardless if he has, I feel like it's the insecurity because it, like you said, it's just a super, it's just a thing. So, so I was having this conversation real quick in, my, in like my personal life, like, and it kind of goes back to this, right? Like women who lead with like other men, like or tell you like, hey, I'm, I'm dating other men or I'm getting flown out here, or other things like that. Some women use that as like leverage. Like in your experience, if you meet a woman and she's telling you like, hey, I'm dating this guy or I'm dating this NBA player, or I'm dating or this dating. guy. Yeah, or date, like what, what would, that how, has would happened. How, how does that, make, like what would be your yeah. energy with that? That's, that's actually happened. A lot of of women I tend to date, I've dated NFL players, got rappers in their DMs, whatever the case may be, and they almost like brag when they talk about it. But like in my head, I'm like, that, that just makes you more unattractive now. Right. Like you don't realize yeah. how much more unattractive that just made you just by saying that sentence. And so I just, I play along with it because. Is you still part of game, yeah. you know? Yeah. Part, yeah, I play. Yeah. Oh, really? Who? Like, wait, wait, how? <laughs> That's dope, you know. But in my head, I'm like, uh, minus five points, you no, know. Recreational. And, 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 and what I said is like, when you deal with women who talk about other men like that, like all it does for me is like it makes like you said, make me like you less. And then on top of that, I'm never going to take you serious. If I ever think a woman is dealing with other guys, I can stay in that space where I'm doing me, you're doing you, and we'll stay in that space forever. I will never progress the space. So a woman thinking that you're going to, like, get me to progress the space by throwing other guys in your face is, like, mm -hmm. you have the game all wrong. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it's going to do the other thing. I, I literally can never take a woman serious, and we could smash for years. Yeah. I'll never, ever look at you. Never. That's an immediate disqualifier. Right. One of the red flags we were talking about earlier is that you've been with high-status men or you've been flown out multiple <laughs> times, and this experience, that experience, like, no. Right. And then you're bragging about it? No. No, 100%. Mm-mm. When it's who? about this, like dis, like we were saying earlier. It's just disingenuous. It's like the guy who's being extra nice. It's like right. the girl who's like, yeah, I used to date um, such and such. What if know? she just want to tell you about her ex though? No, it's different though. If you're, if you're, if you're asking about her time to the Cayman Islands. Yeah, like, but if you're, you're if you're asking about it, but I, 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 I definitely think I think there. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? The like it's kind of like the same like things you guys probably know about guys. Women who really are in that space, they don't really need to talk about it. Right. You know what kind of woman you right. deal with yeah. because of how she's gonna show up. Right. Mm. Yeah. Imagine if you had a guy who bragged to you about how how many women he can get, how many women are in his DMs. Right. Right. Exact same thing, right? Right. Yeah. I could I could get any. I can, I can without get you out asking. my face. I thought that makes you more as a man, it makes you more attractive. Without talking about it. Oh, okay. So it has yeah. to be like subliminal. No, but it, but you know, but you know what's the best though? No, I'm telling you, the best is is when the women's friends or people around them validate you. They know it. Mm -hmm. It's the best way for women to know it without you saying it. 
That's when the W. That's why I say if you have your shit together and you walk in rooms or you just have certain things, women will collect the data points and go, oh, shit. This guy can get any woman that he wants. Just the way they mm-hmm. were talking about the shoes and stuff was just right. a turn off to me. And this is a thirst. And because women know, w- women, uh, you guys have da- date men that you knew that were kind of okay. They were cool. Some guys are cute. And then you also know a guy that you're like, fuck, he's, he's above average. Women know. They know that intuitively. And they're going to show up based on that aspect. You, we've actually heard women say, oh, I just want to fuck him. Like, <laughs> you're not doing that for fives <clears throat> at all. You're not doing that for pity. Yep. You wasn't like, look at him over there. He looks but sad. Then, but then the seven, you'd be like, I have a nine-month rule. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're eight. They're like pulled up in the big body. Like, I know, exactly. I make men wait 45 right. days. Right. Yeah. You didn't make Ray Ray wait 45 days. Uh, yeah. Uh, or I think it's, it's the work that's done within the 45 or the 90 days. I don't think it's the fact that you've waited 45 days and it qualifies you. I think it's... Nobody's waiting. It's 45 business some, days. Some, <laughs> the yeah, dudes that said they count. waited, they lied. But Austin, you have a rule about that. How many, how many, how long should a guy wait before? I, I say a three-date rule, three-date rule. Mm. So by three dates, if things aren't progressing physically, then cut your losses. Because <laughs> best believe sometime in her life, she either had a one-night stand or she gave it up fast to somebody she was actually attracted to. Preach. Now she's maybe in a time stage where she's making you wait, but everybody else, she didn't. I understand she operated that way throughout her whole entire life, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's very rare. Mm-hmm. So wait, Drop this bomb. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you know? know All right, I got a challenge. Because I, I've dated and I understand Something women. Like when you, how would a man pick that up to know that it's rare? Oh, that um, you truly never know, but ba- maybe based on her her age and the way she's coming off, how um, prudish she is towards certain things, touch. You know, you can just kind of get a vibe or energy. You can't just touch her. You can't just. Yeah, but if she's like, you know. Um, like 28 or like in her 30s, she's like, oh, I'm making you, you wait. Like, not having Because no. usually, usually those things come out of a trauma response. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, 100%. Or it could be they're smarter. But it's still a response. They got smarter through yeah. experience. Same thing with us. And so, what yeah. he, you know, but what he was saying is that usually the woman may apply that rule to you, but they're saying that some guy out there didn't have to abide by yeah. the same rule. But the same thing for us, the same thing, we could be stupid with certain females and those things make us smarter. We conduct ourselves differently. The same thing women can do. I agree with what y'all saying. Like, a woman can just have a primal attraction. That doesn't go away, but mm-hmm. you get smarter. So, so I got a question. What's wait, wait. So, so the, question, the question is, d- does it change based on the women that you just want to sleep with, or mm-hmm. does it change for women that you actually want to take serious? Uh, no. Even if I was looking for a relationship, yeah, no. uh, three-day rule. Any, any girl I've ever been in a long-term relationship or seen long, is, it's always happened fairly in a, a, a good amount of time i've never had a girl has never made me wait so like again, three months or hold on man because like we do with him those rules don't apply to the average joe like, exactly yeah, that's that's what that's all y'all niggas like to get on here and be like i never had to wait matter of fact it was a day and a half and she was in the car on the way home i didn't even make it to the crib the work you had to put in that man had to work yeah i had to work towards that really genuinely want to wait and not for some I'm not talking about those mind those manipulators like genuinely want to get to know you a little bit more that's just mean they're just not compatible with you because you prefer to get to know them that you can get to know somebody fairly well within Three days and Everybody, physical. Three days. Jeffrey Dahmer. Talking, y'all probably do physical attraction is primal. You, you can Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. He didn't huh? have three days. 
it's a problem with this. But I think I think the I think the rule is, and I, and I just so you guys can react to it. I think the the idea in the manosphere about the three dates really comes from that most women know very quickly if they are willing or want to sleep with you. Right. Usually, it doesn't take them that long what to if, figure that what out. What if she checks every single box, but from a religious or a spiritual aspect, she is still Ooh, a virgin. Good. Or chooses not. Is she really? Stop. No, I want to know too now. If she's a virgin, it's fine. No, I know a couple of virgins. She's a virgin, it's fine. No, honestly, if you had a daughter and she had sex one time at 19 and she decided not to have sex for a long time and most guys wrote her off, you know, and she's now 29, you'd be like, nah, because you had sex when you was 19, you better give it up. You're not... you know what I'm saying? Like you guys in these anecdotal one-offs, no, though. No, because there's a lot. But that's of not women the. That's like not. That. No, it's not. But I guess what I guess what he's saying is that that's unfortunate. <laughs> you can respect my decision and still say they're not for you. Is that no. a, yeah? That's is what that, that a red flag for you? What's the circumstance that she's? She's, she, she's a virgin, or she chooses not to engage in sex anymore based if, off of her religious or her spiritual. Purpose. If she's a virgin, that is fine. If she has done it in her past at all. Not for me. What? That's his preference. That's his preference. A lot of people take offense to when somebody is yeah. not compatible. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's ego. I told yeah. y'all. That, that makes sense. You, ego will tell you that you are universal to everybody and you should be attractive to everybody. That's not mm-hmm. the case. Yeah, I think it comes with having the quote-unquote abundance mindset too, mm-hmm. um, where some guys, if they're in a scarcity mindset and they usually don't get a lot of women like that, they'll be more than willing to wait. But for me, knowing what I'm capable of, I wouldn't, why would I wait? Like, <laughs> and, see, and, even, and even with oh, that. Knowing what I'm capable of. Knowing what I'm capable of. Knowing what I'm capable of. I'm a sniper out here. I'm going to do that. I don't have to live that life. Or what they do is they they'll wait with her, but they'll still be doing whatever on the side. They don't be waiting. That's that's what they don't understand. Mm -hmm. They don't be waiting. Ain't nobody waiting. Well, we know there's the women out there that be tricking to be like, V told us it's a hundred thousand yeah. virgins out here. Man, I would say to stop that. It, but those are those are anomalies, unfortunately. Yeah. Before. We tried to, the men were the ones that were trying to upkeep that virgin role, but y'all didn't want to do that. Oh, that's come that's on. Yeah. men did. Stop. Men stop. were the ones y'all that were hold up. No. Men were the ones that were trying to keep that virginity thing no. for y'all and wait till marriage, but y'all didn't want to do that. Now we're playing this game that 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 we have yeah. to play. But like, we're just in a really sexualized. It's my recorder um, community too. It's my recorder. Yeah. It's my show. Like, most most people are having sex in high school. By the time mm-hmm. a woman graduates high school, you know, three to six bodies already. Right. Yeah. And I went to high school with them. I'm yeah. telling y'all. So they you was know, catching they really bodies aren't, aren't in between the double to... doors. There's some nasty freaks out here. Yeah. They really what? aren't taught to be modest and one mic, one mic, one mic, one mic. Until it's too late. I miss a lot of class behind these hoes. I'm trying to tell y'all. Do you feel like a woman can change? You got to give her that space to grow. Same way you. I don't got to respect her change. You have your glow up. No, you can. Have your glow up. No, but she'll have her. You. You can. Is she forty? What? Now time has passed. No, I'm saying like some so some females she in high up already. may have had that reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, then came into their glow up. You can, I'm not you getting with the school thought. I That's not always true. I don't care if you Most of them do have You can, of course, <laughs> respect a person's glow up. 
Before. But you don't have to be with them. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you can do both. Me respecting your glow up doesn't mean I'm going to be with you. Right. Me re- Honestly, and me respecting your glow up can very well be me not wanting to be associated with you. Yeah. Uh. Gotcha. That could be me respecting it. I'm not yep. going to try and talk you out of nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try and talk you out of your, your weight That's or how love, long actually. you want to wait. And That's you shouldn't want to talk me out of my three-date rule. Mm-hmm. said three dates. And he probably communicated. Might- I don't know if you communicate it. Or it could be you be telling them they got three dates? No, no, I just say, you know, know now. They know now. Also, what I tend to realize is that women break certain rules for certain guys, even if they have those rules. Hold on, another. I agree with that. that. I actually agree with that. So through my through my experience of being, no, that's a rule for real. He ain't lying. Through my, she's like, I normally don't do this. Lying, (laughs) lying her ass off in the Porsche, not in my Porsche, but in a Porsche. Anyway, when you're used to being the exception, like you, you take it. That's that. Cause that's what it be. Would it be? That's what it be. Do it again. I'm not doing that shit again. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you a question, Austin. I was going to so, get him to get our phone so we can get up out of here. Y'all was late. I'm oh. ready to go home. <laughs> oh, give him off? You were really going to do I it? Wanted, I want him to. I mean, I know my All shit going right, to be trash. I got do, a family. Do, 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 do Dean first, bro. No, do mine. I'll do it. No, I'll go for Let's it. go, Willie. I don't know where I put my phone. Be in. brutally honest, yeah, bro. Yeah, be brutally honest. I don't got a whole bunch. Oh, we're running the IG? Yeah. Yeah, rate my IG. I'm on that. So Austin's going to rate Kadeem's IG. And, and treat Kadeem like, like give treat, us, give us what, what are the criteria on the on the treat IG? Kadeem like he's single. He's not. He's not well, in a relationship. Family, but, 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 he's not in a relationship. But give, give him the criteria. <laughs> All right. So um, the first thing I look at is the profile picture. Oh, that's profile pictures. Is it goofy? It doesn't. It's pretty goofy. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a Photoshop of his head on a Drake album. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody else did another yeah. podcast that did that. So I'm being funny. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's not the doesn't put you in the best light. But if you're a comedian or something, that's fine. Um, then I look at ratios, follower to following ratio, because a big demonstration of status and like who you are is your ratios. Though it is. A bit um, stupid. Some people may look at it. It's pretty important. So you, 2,400 followers, 1,500 following. That's a fine ratio. Usually I look better. for a two to one. Um, I'm going to do better. Keep, keep, keep rating me. I'm, I'm going to get ready to okay. be ready outside. Now we Not look really at the bio executive producer. This stuff should be putting you in a good light or demonstrating higher value about yourself and what you bring to the world. So executive producer, that's good. Follow just another podcast. Man. Okay, that puts you in a good light. Tells what, what you're working on. And then your actual post itself. <laughs> it's all positive. Not too yeah. good, brother. No, I already know it's not good. <laughs> yeah. You got a picture got a family, of only your car. Um, yeah, you're not, a, if you're not a single man. Just, we on trips out there in London and stuff. The Maldives. We outside. <laughs> you trying to sell no, them I got a family, bro. Look, 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 I know I don't look, look single. Look, look, I don't look, 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 But keep in mind, keep in mind. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, like, keep this, it. Is, this is not for somebody who's Quick trying to be with your man. Wait, 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 wait. wait, but it's not just about, about single. It's like brand presence. It's still like you still want people to, when they come on your page, you still want them to feel something. So you you are a leader of a podcast. You still Your page still represents you want somebody to feel attracted to you, even if it's not Let often speak. Yeah. No, he's, I agree. He's great to me hey. on, on I agree with Willie right said, now. yeah. Even if you're not single, it is really about brand presence, too. So. In regards to presentation of being single no, and like being attractive to the world, like I, that's not too good. Mm-hmm. But in regards to the podcast, you do post a lot of podcast clips. You do showcase some of your lifestyle and um, outfits. You do show your your family. So overall, 
It's not bad, but I do feel like your timeline can be a bit more organized. It's a I bit scattered and all over the what place. What I need to do? What I need to do better? Are you uh, doing? I don't really I post go. on my page no more. It's Austin, are you doing the women too? I want to go. They turning their phones on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can. You don't want to offend. I, I can do it from from another perspective. Meaning, if a guy looks yeah, at you, what he would think? Yeah, I can do that. Hold on, hold on. I need him to tell me what I need to do. You said I need to make it more organized. Tear her, tear her apart. I got you. Tear her apart. There we go. No, no hard feelings. Zanny, okay, 1,300, 500 following. Um, for women, I look for the opposite. So I look for low status. I look for not following a lot of people. Like, the complete opposite when it comes to for males, yeah. Funny enough. Um, so you, I don't see any bikini pictures. That's good. I don't see any thirst traps. I don't see, you're in the military or are in the military? I'm in the military. Active duty? Active duty? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I see that. And her Instagram's fine. Oh, I would look at it, really no red flags. None at all. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He tried to be nice. No, no, he being nice. I clap. He being nice. I'm not let dropping a bomb for that. No, no, let me, my, let, let me, your let phone's let on the floor. Look, now he can't find his phone. <laughs> all right, we got, is it LeRae? Okay, Larray, um, followers 614, following 613, so that's about even. I like that. Less than 1,000, too, that's good. Um, we see one bikini picture. Mm. Uh, you thirsty. Not, not too bad. We're mm. off a little bit the, the goodies, but only the 23 goodies. posts and one bikini picture. The rest are just selfies and plants um, <laughs> and podcast clips. It's really not too bad. One bikini picture ain't too bad. Ain't bad at all, actually, so yeah. Yeah, yours is good too. Yeah, no reflex. Go ahead, Willie. Let's honest. get it, Willie. No, I'm honest. Yeah, I'll tell you the truth. Yeah. Let's get it, Willie. Let's go, Willie. All right. No, he needs help. Why hand the phone like that? <laughs> nah, bro. This is this is the homie. He's like been. On, he's seen my Instagram, but yeah, I actually follow Willie. All right. Yeah. So, Willie followers thousand following seven hundred. So he's in a positive ratio. That's good. His profile picture is of him, um, in in nice style. Willie's always wearing uh, dope outfits and stuff. So. Good stuff there. Bio, proud dad, co-host, just another podcast where we lost experts. So he's demonstrating higher value about himself and the value he brings to the society, which is good. For men, I, I really value um, highlights that also demonstrate higher value too. Mm. So what I feel like you could have is a, a highlight of behind the scenes of the podcast, behind the scenes of you working out, like your fitness and your training, and then also a highlight of Maybe you traveling. You said travel enthusiast, but nothing represents you traveling. Mm. You know, I don't see anything about you traveling. So maybe a highlight of you traveling. <laughs> um, in regards to your actual post, uh, <laughs> that style and outfit pics are good. I like that. Um, you on the podcast, which is congruent to what your bio said, which is good. Um, showing your house, your kids, your family. Flex. Um, <laughs> The only thing I would avoid is posting pictures that are not of you, like posting pictures of just your shoes. Like, I wouldn't do that or anything, you know, stuff like that. I unless you're like a sneaker reseller or something. Mm -hmm. But instead, of show you in those shoes and then maybe you have a swipe of the shoes by itself. But your Instagram profile, the grid should be all mostly of you yeah. or your family or maybe a group like this. So 
Overall, this isn't one of the worst I've seen. <laughs> I already like a a six and a half or a seven. No, I appreciate okay. that. Okay. I was gonna. Oh, you ain't put a number on my man. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to rebrand. I'm about to rebrand. Yeah. Matter of fact, because I told my girl, she she sell real estate, right? So I told her, take me off there. Like, ain't no pictures. Mm. It's all her selling houses, reels, boom, boom. Okay, yeah, I'm right? brand, yeah. Exactly, right? But me, I'm about to just do a rebrand too. So I'm gonna we, okay. we, 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 we gonna link. I'm gonna get my shit together. We appreciate it. No, he told me I gotta clean it up. Yo, I mean, mm -hmm. coming all the way from Florida, coming to kick it with us, bro. Really appreciate hey, it. Bro. Of course, sure. Man, God, dude. Oh, yeah, oh, we got one more. You got one more. Yeah. I was like, Chris. Oh, I didn't know. I'm on the I didn't know Chris was popping. You just want to hear him say that. He a model. Okay. We got Chris, 16K to 1,000 following. That's a very good ratio. So Great that's ratio. like 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. A really good profile picture. It looks like a professional headshot, which is very good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, his bio, writer, focus and faithful for all the best podcasts, demonstrating higher value, purchasing my best selling book, another demonstration of higher value about himself. Why are you so enthusiastic? Um, I'm about to drop a bomb um, for Chris. So far, it's good. His pinned post is the book that he wrote, which is good. Um, and then the rest of his stuff is professional pictures, him and Seuss, his family, him out drinking in a nice outfit. Um, <laughs> you are. Yeah. Yeah, the, only thing, the only thing I, I would avoid is uh, selfies. Let's go. So, like, posting selfies <laughs> like that, I would avoid. Chris uh, used to think that was his shit. Chris used to hang his hat on the selfies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eyebrow up and shit. We got some light skin action over here. Let him cook, let him cook, let him cook. Yeah, so I would avoid posting selfies just because it. For some women, it can come off unattractive and feminine in a mm -hmm. sense. Even though you're feeling yourself, yeah, you know, it's, it's it, it could be like a I ick, agree. as I some women say. Yeah, like a guy who posts so. a lot of selfies because it shows that, you know, you're, you could be too into yourself, mm. you know. So good. a better way to do that is just show you, yeah, let yeah. somebody else take a picture yeah. of you. Like, yeah, that's the yeah. best sort of picture versus... Yeah. That you yeah, know, I be dolo that's too more much, of a story bro. sort of. I picture. be dolo too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, besides that, like you, you do, you do have good posts. It just, I would just avoid the selfies. That's about it. Bad, yeah. Give him a score. Give me, give me a score. Give a score with your ratio, your professional pictures. I would say a seven and a half out of ten. Hell yeah, Chris. Yeah. I didn't get a score. What was my score? That was a five. Five. I care, I care yeah. more about the podcast yeah. IG, but I'm about to switch. I'm about yeah. to be on y'all neck. Y'all ain't yeah. even ready. Yo, but, <laughs> but look, serious. Is but that look, what people look, can look, 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 look forward to with your coaching yeah. and stuff? On my coaching like, calls, I do live Instagram reviews, and we re revamp guys' Instagrams to put them in the bro, most Bro, and he, he gifted life. that to us, bro, so we appreciate mm -hmm. it, man. man I'm come about in, to delete in. all my damn selfies. Come about to, I'm looking like, damn, I got, I'm taking all, I'm about to have one picture. We about to do a real rebrand. look, man, like, all bullshit aside, like, Yo, like to come in here, help us, you know, do this pod with us today, man. Really appreciate it. Like from day one when I met Austin, he's been super humble, super receptive, came down to Florida, hung out with us. You know, every single time I hit him up about any business, bro, you've been always helpful in guidance, man. So uh, on this podcast, I want to say I appreciate you, man. I really consider you. Thank you, man. Of course, yeah. yeah I appreciate you too, brother. Everybody do what my baby says, man. Like, subscribe, hit the bell. Hit the bell. And we out. Peace. Peace.